Wednesday, you know what that means. Welcome to the show. You are listening to Max Wrestling episode 310. Welcome to the show. This is your captain speaking along with the podcast machine, Mike Larkin, and King Mo the second, Moses Marquez. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. And we're not alone. Travis is still on hiatus, but we are joined once again by the first ever promo champion, the Kingpin, Emir Blackbane Costello. Thank you so much for having me today, man. I am like Katy Perry. I'm wide awake. Uh, by the way, sorry, Larkin, did I just steal your gimmick of quoting pop culture every five fucking seconds? Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Amir. No. I mean, I, well, I'm right there with him because I'll be honest with you, I didn't sleep, so I've been pretty much up all night. You know, all night long, all night. I know, Richard. There you go. What's up? There. See? Fuck you. <laughs> Mike just couldn't resist the temptations. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I ain't too proud to beg, man. All right, go ahead. <laughs> um, well, before we get into wrestling and everything, of course, Amir is back with us, and it is now official. You, you will be facing the Demoness. She has responded. We do have a little response from her later on. First time mm. ever. The Demoness. Yeah, I'm. I've not yet seen the response. I'm. I'm interested to see what it is, but you're right, Daz. It is the first time ever, the Kingpin versus the Demoness. And um, I, I think it's clear that this is, I think the world's been waiting to see something like this. And, um, well, first and foremost, really, before I go any further, I'll, I'll wait to see what her response is. Yeah. Well, it is at least uh, 10 months in the making. Yes. Mm-hmm. We were almost originally got it at a trivia takeover last year. Yeah, and then King Mo came in and took it all away. <laughs> bastard, bastard. By the way, 10 months is a long time in pandemic time. It's really like 28 years. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What year is it now? I'm not sure. <laughs> they say it's 2021, but I don't believe anything anymore. Nope. Exactly. Show me some proof. Because it still feels like 2020. Yep. Um, well, we are fresh off two pay-per-views from Impact and NXT. Congratulations to Travis, to Phoenix, and Harold Hunter, who came away with this weekend's Pro Predictions Championship. But it is on the line again this week as we predict Sunday's Elimination Chamber. And I'm, I'm probably going to shoot myself on the foot with this one, but I'm feeling pretty confident with these five predictions. So we'll get to that in just a second, because we're not doing Recap to Smack, and we're not going in Raw this week. Because it's all one pay-per-view, Elimination Chamber. So, um, five matches. Now, there's bound to be a couple of changes. First of all, Asuka was supposed to take on Lacey Evans. Obviously, that's not going to happen now. Uh, Keith Lee may be out of the U.S. title match unless he's clear to return from his and Miriam's COVID diagnosis a couple of weeks ago. Um, <clears throat> that's about it, I think. But I will predict it as best we can, and, and I'm sure they're going to add a couple more matches tomorrow on SmackDown, as they do. Yeah. I was going to say, all we had is the women's match and the, um, oh, I think they're probably going to announce uh, Nia and Shayna against uh, Naomi and Lana. Ah, uh, really? I think so. I mean, I'd, I'd rather see the match against Dakota Kai and Carl Gonzalez on pay-per-view. Oh, I would too, man, after this yeah. week's confrontation, hell to the air. Yeah. Okay. Let's kick it off with, with what I'm what I'm sure is going to kick off the show because the winner has to face Roman later on. The SmackDown Elimination Chamber match. Uh, Jay Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, 
Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan. Uh, okay, now Kevin Owens has had chance after chance after chance against mm-hmm. Roman Reigns. Uh, it's kind of getting a little tedious now, not because it's, it's Kevin Owens, but because he's, he's we just we just know he's not going to win. Uh, so I'm thinking Ju. So Kevin Owens kind of cancel each other out. So I'll play safe and go with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I'm all about are Daniel we, Bryan. Are we doing this? This is we're we're doing predictions like right predictions. now, right? Yeah. Right now. Here's what I'm saying. It's not because I'm clueless about what's happening. I'm listening. You're not awake. But it, I'm wide awake, baby. But wide I'm awake. just saying. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Wait a minute. I can't remember the last time I was a part of a prediction segment, so I just want to understand something. You're going to sure. write down what I say, and this yes. is going to be my first chance to compete for the predictions title? Yes. Oh, shit, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't necessarily have to come on the show to compete for the predictions championship. That's true. You can just comment yes. on the post. Yeah, Daniel Kermit is a former predictions champion. Nicholas is a former predictions champion. A lot of people have a former predictions Harold champion. Harold Current. Harold yep. Kern, yep. Harold's now a two-time predictions champ. Two-time. Yep. Uh, and it's the only two times he's predicted. <laughs> <laughs> he's a wise man. Yeah, he's a, Harold, Harold's a ring psychologist. I want to just give a quick shout-out to him. Um, is he still battling uh, the coronavirus? But just imagine, this is a guy who really wasn't... Um, he was just kind of quietly participating in RWT for a while. And then at some point... He, I don't remember what happened. He like left the group or something. Or no, he didn't. He was in the group, but he he thought that I had a problem with him. I never really figured out how that happened. But we spoke about it, and I was like, "Hey, man, I don't have a problem with you." And he was kind of like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and then at some point, he just turned into the best group member that there was in RWT, um, and then got elevated to uh to admin status when I, I took my leave. And uh, you know, TSK, the two sweet click, has been holding it down um with people like um Robert Davis and Moses Marquez who who helped to um do great things over there as well. I just want to say I appreciate Harold man. I, I know he's trying his best to get back up on his feet right now and, and the, the part where he's uh well acquainted with everybody and a part of so much more than he used to be. Just shout out to that guy. Yeah, we accept him, one of us. That's right. That's right. One of us. One of us. One of, of us. course, Mike's the only one who got that reference. Yes. <laughs> it's from The Simpsons, right? I think they got it from Freaks. Yes. That's the first place I saw it anyway. Okay. So <clears throat> it's from 19, I want to say 32. Oh, Jesus. Really old. Uh, it was time when Judy Garland was singing the hits, you know, clang, 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 goes to Charlie, ring, 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 goes the bell. Goes the bell. Yep. Yeah. The 1932. How old are you? <laughs> kind of controversial. What? I know a lot of old movies, man. Abbott and Costello's The Hold That Ghost, with Aurora comes from Rio de Janeiro. Ha, 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 Aurora. Andrew Sisters, Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy, Company B. Come on, man. This is why we do Netflix. Yes. <laughs> my, there's right some, over my um, my son was in school yesterday, and they were doing, um, like, guess the guess the famous black person. And his teacher was, like, giving some clues. And, of course, nobody knew anything because they're children. 
uh, and apparently they don't know black people. But um, it was hilarious because the first clue is like, this person was born in 1938, but there was no like year of death. And my son looked at me, he was like, this person's still alive? <laughs> and now and now I'm trying to do quick fire math. I know, right? Yeah, I don't I don't even it's know like how old they or something like that, man. Eighty three. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's two Thursday for that. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> so me and Moses go with Daniel Bryan. Anybody any different? Well, looking at the field here, I'm kind of with you on this because I'm tired of seeing KO and Roman Reigns. I really am. Uh, Jay Uso, no. Corbin Hill to the no, no, no. And then we got Sami Zayn. I think that cancels out as well. Cesaro, really, I would like to see a match with him and Seth Rollins because I was enjoying that whole interaction. So, yeah, it's got to be Daniel Bryan in this. You know what I'm saying? So, Daniel yeah. Bryan. Now you mention it, uh, I kind of forgot about Cesaro. They are kind of pushing him. So, he could, he could be a dark horse to win the match. Like, yeah, they have to push him. The fucking the guy was he's like, hey, my contract's about to expire. Maybe I'll go this way. <laughs> well, yeah, I gotta go Daniel Bryan on this because they built up that interaction with Heyman on Talking Smack and and you know everything like that. So I gotta go with Daniel Bryan. All right, Daniel Bryan per- so far. Are these participants in the chamber? Are they all from Raw or is it a mix of Raw and SmackDown? Nah, it's SmackDown. All from SmackDown. SmackDown. There's a different so one for I- Raw later. Okay, so I had a fifty percent chance. Okay, I just what are you completely. Doing <laughs> so, are they all from Raw? Yeah, literally none of them are from Raw. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think because I I keep seeing all these stories about um how the whole time that Edge was retired, all he wanted to do was face Roman Reigns. By the way, that kind of sounds like a sad retirement, right? It's like I just can't stop thinking about Roman. Why? <laughs> but um, <laughs> just smile. First Randy, now mm-hmm. Roman. So these, whoever wins the chamber, gets he supposedly is going to go against Roman, right? Later in the night, yeah. Later in the night? Yes. Oh. Originally, they put Roman in the match, and then Roman was like, nah, I ain't doing that. So uh, he decided that he's going to face <laughs> the winner instead. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> okay, so whoever faces, whoever wins the chamber, faces Roman later that night for the belt. Yes. Well, okay, whatever happened to win the chamber and then go to WrestleMania? Because Roman wanted to face him the same night. <laughs> it's Roman's decision. Well, in a way, it makes sense, because if, if they're too beat up from the chamber, then he can have an easy uh, title defense. Exactly. Okay. okay, I got it. All right, I guess the logic is there. Real quick, I just want to say, I think this happened at the chamber. Was it was it the chamber where Edge lost the belt in one chamber and then showed up in the other chamber match and won the belt? Yeah, that was Same an night. Mm-hmm. That was no <laughs> Okay, that's hilarious. Uh, all right, I will go with. <sighs> Just sucks because whoever wins, they're gonna fucking lose. Yeah, you know I mean. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like I'll go with Cesaro. It would be, it would be a really good match with Roman. And Cesaro, and I think we're much used to, or the fans would be a lot more forgiving if, if Cesaro didn't get the, you know, the title than they would be if they screwed Daniel Bryan again. So, <laughs> I'll go with Cesaro. I think people are kind of accepted now that Daniel Bryan's not really, he's just winding down towards the end of his career. Yeah, yeah. It I mean, seems he's, he's that still way. having killer matches, but 
I think he's just happy to put people over now. Yes. Uh, okay, like we said, Keith Lee may or may not be in the US title match, so it's either a triple threat or it's just Bobby Lashley versus Riddle. Sorry, Matt Riddle. I'm still using his first name. Wait, hold on, hold on. Are we doing the uh, Roman Reigns winner of the Elimination Chamber after that, or are we just going to a different match? I'm sorry. Yeah, we can we can do it. Give, give them a break. They've just been in a Chamber match. All right, man. All right. <laughs> cool down period, bro. Cool down period. All right, we'll watch. Yeah, cool down period. Um, based on the uncertainty of Keith, R- Keith Lee, Keith Riddle, Keith Lee, Keith Riddle. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why'd you see that guy in the octagon? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't really see Lashley dropping the title if they don't really know what's going on. So I'm guessing he's going to keep it till Mania and then maybe drop it to Matt Riddle. So I'm going Bobby Lashley. Give me Bobby. I want Bobby. Damn it, drop it now. Drop it to Riddle now. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, Mania seems like a better idea. Uh, all right, yeah, Bobby's world. I saw that... Um... Lashley was saying he wanted to be in some sort of fight pit or something with Matt Riddle, since they yes. both have a uh, you know like an MMA background. Yes, that would be great for Mania. You know yeah. he's still undefeated. Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bellator. He has an undefeated MMA record through uh, Bellator, I believe. Yep, Bellator. Oh, that's amazing. Um, now let me ask you this question. I apologize, everybody listening, but I, I just don't have as much opportunity as I used to to actually watch wrestling. So um, I beg your pardon, but Bobby Lashley, he's in the Hurt Business, yes? Yes. yes. And how often does the Hurt, bis- does the Hurt Business get involved in each other's matches? To, um, so I'm saying, if he went against Matt Riddle, what are the odds that somebody from his group are going to come beat well, up Riddle? They're, they're actually pretty fair, really. MVP kind of stays on the outside, and then if they do attack, they usually do it after the match. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess for no other reason than that, it doesn't make sense to take the belt off the champ before WrestleMania. Then I will go with Lashley. All right. And Mike? Okay. So my original thought of Keith Lee is going to be in the match was that he was going to take the uh, submission or pinfall victory. And that also builds to him and Riddle towards WrestleMania. And Riddle finally capturing his first uh, championship, that being the United States Championship. So in this one, I'm also going to go Bobby Lashley, man. Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. It's kind of like having Phoenix on, filling him, filling Amir in on what's going on. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Phoenix, when you listen back to this in 10 weeks. Then he'll, yell weeks. then he'll yell at you. He'll note everything down to you, Des. He'll note everything of what you said. Yeah, I know. And then I'll try to think back. Like, I don't know. That was like two months ago. Uh... <laughs> okay, now I've, got, I've also got a special prediction for this one because, as we said, Lacey Evans is obviously not going to be competing against Asuka right. now. So, yeah. surprise, surprise, guess who they're probably going to replace her with? Peyton Royce. <clears throat> Charlotte. Yes. Well, that's my prediction. So I'm going to say, <clears throat> if it is Charlotte, I pick Charlotte to win. If it's anybody else, I'm picking Asuka to win. Okay. Why wouldn't it be Peyton Royce, though? Because that's her tag team partner, and then, you know, her and Ric Flair got that allegiance, sort of, kind of, maybe. Because Charlotte. Okay. Yep. What if they don't pull the trigger on that? Because Charlotte. Because Charlotte. What if they don't do that? That's great. What if they don't well, do that, though, Daz? Why don't you give To be some honest, money? I would rather they pull the trigger on Charlotte now than her winning another title at WrestleMania. This mm-hmm. is true. This is true. I'm kind of hoping they just do her and Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. So. Rhea can get the win back, yeah. Yeah, she deserves it. Uh, plus, she's on the main roster now, anyway. 
Can I ask little, you guys a little bit of a makeover? Yes. Can I ask you guys where you where you land on this whole Rhea Ripley controversy? What about with a new look? I mean, it's it's not too different. She's kind of got the whole glam rock chick thing going on. No, 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 no. I, it's not. It's not about her new look. It's just okay. about how she looks. Period. Uh, <laughs> like not not <laughs> the new part. female Pete Dunne. Yeah, it's the part where she. I try to keep the you know. Daz, I, this is a podcast. I should probably keep it PG, right? No, nobody <laughs> gives a shit. Uh, we've never been PG. All right, I just want to say, if she's giving you a handy, she looks like she could rip <laughs> your dick off and throw it in the tall grass. <laughs> All right. As, uh... Oh yeah, she's de- she definitely doesn't look gentle. What is she looking right. man throwing the dick in the woods? What the hell are you doing on this podcast, the... man? Well, I then mean... we got Tony Kirkendall and and Mikey Beza and and some other people constantly going on about how hot she is and then i just went oh i don't really think she's that good looking and all of a sudden i got death threats and anthrax in the mail come on man (laughs) those guys she she has a unique look um you know i can just imagine her walking in now with with the theme song playing this is my brutality oh my god Um, you know what? Let's throw this one to Mike. No, oh, for okay. So I'm gonna be optimistic. Everybody else, he was married, so <laughs> <laughs> we got our dicks chopped off. Hey, <laughs> I'm happy to be single. So that's that's a beautiful thing. Single, ready to mingle. Boom. Anyway, Jesus, God, man, you guys put me on the spot. I don't know how to react to that, but all right. So uh, Oscar and Lacey Evans obviously is not happening. Kind of remind me of WCW 2000 with whole, you know, Stacy Keebler, Miss Hancock, David Flair getting married. Who's the daddy of the child? Man, let me tell you something, guys. It's one of those things where I look at it from a stance is we could have Peyton Royce in there because of the alliance with Ric Flair. I don't want Charlotte to be in that match, but if she is, then like you said, Daz, I'm going Charlotte, but I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to say Oscar gets the dub and retains. All right. Mm, yeah, I don't see any reason why Asuka shouldn't keep the belt. Uh, by the way, I just always try to understand WWE's booking decisions. I remember when we all remember when Asuka was like super indestructible. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. I mean, nobody could touch her. But it wasn't it wasn't a bad way. It wasn't like no. Well, it wasn't like eye rolling, like oh John Cena versus anybody, and you go like oh Cena's gonna win again. Like it was like Oscar was winning, but it felt like she should be, like she seemed legit. You know what I mean? But she always put on good matches. She always helped people look good. So when she won in the end, it was like, well, at least that person looked really good. Yeah, yeah. I got a quick Oscar story. Uh, I went to SmackDown. Must have been that whatever that 300th episode. I don't know if it was 300, but whatever is that that February 4th episode where The Rock came back and blah blah blah. Um, and I was there with Ted P. De Niro, and then after the show, I was standing outside with Ted P. De Niro and um, Moni Lynn and Jesse Savage come walking up, um, and then. We're just all standing there talking, and there's different fans around. Some guys dressed like Macho Man and blah, blah, blah. And then out of nowhere, Asuka and Kyrie Sane just walk past us, just like amongst the – they're just walking. And I just kind of looked at her, and I was like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> this, this, this never happens. They just were amongst the crowd, and literally nobody was noticing them. And I was like, 
holy shit, it's Oscar. And then everybody just stopped and turned. And of course, then they immediately got mobbed and blah, blah, blah. I wish I wouldn't have said anything, but I was just so shocked. Like, how often are you just standing there? I obviously, there's context. We're at a wrestling show. It wasn't like I was in an Arby's or something. But still, I thought they had like a. They have like a special entrance. Like, where is she going? Why is her car parked across the street? If, if nobody noticed her, I'm guessing nobody was ready for Oscar. Exactly. Hey, hey, I, I certainly wasn't ready. Okay. Uh, who are you guys saying? Well, I mean, if it's going to be Charlotte, I mean, okay, here, let me give you some fantasy booking because this is what I do. It's my gimmick. Because uh, you totally brought that whole idea of like, because, well, well, wait, wait a minute. Would it be for the belt, though? Yeah. Oh, well, then, hell yeah. Then my idea works perfectly. So you give it to <laughs> so Charlotte wins, right? Okay. And then Asuka just disappears into obscurity because that's what they're going to do with her. Because why the fuck else? You know what? Just give her like a one-off with EO because what else are you going to do with EO? Uh, but no, my whole idea is give it to Charlotte. And then you got Charlotte and Rhea and Mania. And then, bam, you immediately strap the rocket to Rhea's muscly ass. And there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's for Kirk and Dolph. Kingpin, do you agree with all that? Uh, Especially with I muscly ass. It, <laughs> I imagine that her ass is muscly. But, um, <laughs> by, by the way, I do love her new look. I, I, The other mistake I made besides mentioning that I previously thought she was unattractive was then going on to mention that her new look made her look nice, and that really upset the boys. <laughs> They're like, come on, we, we don't want her to look like a woman. We want her to look like one of the guys. I'm like, okay, we got it. Um, uh, I thought it was bizarre when Rhea didn't win against Charlotte. I think I think hopefully everybody thought that that was weird. We all did. Um, yeah, yeah. Pissed. So... And then after that, it was like a. It reminded me of Ronda Rousey. It was like after Rhea lost that match, everything was just off balance <laughs> for several months for her. It just seemed like it really killed all momentum, and she had to kind of like go back to the drawing board and and come back as as uh, as Emma or something like that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I I like. Moses, I like your idea. You know, if it ends, I don't like the part where Charlotte wins, though. I, I'm not even a Charlotte hater. I just think, <laughs> does she, does she need yet another? If the only purpose of her winning the belt is so that she can go to WrestleMania and drop it to Rhea, but that means that she got another reign. Well, what? The, I think it's a uh, sacrifice worth making. Well, here's my whole thing with that: is um, is like because you know they 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 because they fumbled with Rhea to begin with. And then doesn't Charlotte have like this long history of not losing at pay-per-views? She's probably definitely got the most uh, wins at a pay-per-view for a female. So I'm just, I'm just thinking of just the biggest way of pushing somebody, like the giant elevation. Like you could beat Hogan. This is as close as beating Hogan right now in the fucking women's division. Well, what's she her WrestleMania think... record? I think she's only lost once. There you go. Well, technically, she wasn't even involved in the decision when Becky pinned. Well, quote, pinned Ronda Rousey. Doesn't she also have a history of not losing to Asuka? Yes. <laughs> but, I think, no, I think Asuka has beat her once. But that was on, like, Raw, where it didn't if, really mean anything. If Asuka loses, and then it ends up being Charlotte versus Rhea at WrestleMania, 
Does this in order for this to happen, Oscar would have to lose the pay per view. Plus, on some on a uh, what show are these people on? Are they on SmackDown Raw. or Raw? <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> on on Raw, Oscar would have to then lose a rematch, which means that she would have to lose to Charlotte Flair one on one again. I just can't see that, man. I'm going. No, no, Oscar. You, you forget the part where I said she just falls into obscurity because it's WWE. Doesn't even get. We don't the have anything for you. Well, <laughs> we don't have anything for you. Not even a rematch. <laughs> they they went through that period of nobody gets automatic rematches, but then they, I think they forgot about it lately. Well, then you just turn it into a triple threat, and then that way, fucking Oscar will end up taking the pin from Rhea and just oh, well, Charlotte lost, but I didn't really lose, and there you go. <laughs> duff, duff. I'm WWE mm. patching on the fly here. <laughs> That's the only way they work, brother. I patch me in my ketchup. I'm mistaken. Okay, well, I think uh, Cesaro or Daniel Bryan's had enough rest now, so let's go to Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. I think it's foregone conclusion. Roman retains. Give me the D-Bot. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Roman Reigns all the way, all day, every day. Whoop, whoop. I mean, we're all pretty certain now that it's going to be Roman and Edge Mania and uh, Drew McIntyre against Sheamus. I mean, how can you not? Spear versus Spear. You got Edge coming in there, man. Roman Reigns doing the damn thing. Roman getting the rub off the Edge there. You got Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, fella. I mean, come on, man. Well, if it's already set in stone, make fucking D, put D. Bry in the fucking U.S. title picture with Matt Riddle. You're really obsessed with that, aren't you? Do you just want I, to see if Matt Riddle takes I just have to. Well, I mean, with fucking Bobby Lashley talking about being in the fight pit, that I need to see Debray in the fight pit. Oh, that'd be great. Yes, especially against. I just Timothy need to see Debray do the stuff he wants to do, and it's stuff I want to watch. Yeah, let, let him work with the young kids. Thank you. Maybe teach him a thing or two. Uh, is that a full house for Roman? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> As, as Cena used to say, he's a safe bet on a Sunday. Yep. <laughs> I'll be honest, I, I almost got mad at myself there because once we were saying, yep, I almost did the goddamn Skip Sheffield, yep, 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 what it do, he can go fuck himself. Uh, mm. Dude, I don't like that guy. <clears throat> Me either. He's a fuck face. <laughs> Wait, oh, is his name also Ryan Reeves? Total, like, Ryan Reeves, yeah. Ryan Reeves, Ryan Reeves, that's, Reeves that's Skip it. Sheffield, Ryback. Right there's a um, there's a great meme that exists. It's a picture of Brock Lesnar, and he's clearly cracking up. And the caption says, "What the fuck is a Ryback?" <laughs> yes. Here's my problem with Ryback: as someone who you know bettering himself spiritually and mentally, man, I've read the Ryan. secret. Seek what? Oh, I thought you meant Ryback. Sorry. No. Yes. Trying to talk about my sand and then you just want to go word? Who? No. I was trying to say <laughs> you fuckers. <laughs> I was trying to say as someone who was getting himself better spiritually and mentally and you know going on my path, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you lose your way and bada bing, you find your way back. I have read the secret and it is a great book, unlike fucking Ryback who talks about it when he's going for the goddamn Intercontinental Championship. May have, may have read it a little bit harder because he's a shitty motherfucker is what he is. He is just a shithead of a person. Him fucking running away from Bill DeMott and the Million Dollar Tough Enough because he doesn't want him to eat all those goddamn Rice Krispies. Like, fuck this dude, man. He hasn't read the secret. He hasn't even seen Wrestling's Greatest Secrets Revealed, narrated by hey, Nick Bakai. 
Hey, man, he, it was the fucking gimmick. He was working a secret. He's all about that positive lifestyle, going against Kevin Owens, intercontinental title on the line. I'm, I'm still determined to find that old show. Which one? Just to hear Salem the Cat talking about wrestling secrets. Yes. Oh, hold on. Salem the Cat? Hold on, give me a minute. Yeah, Nick Bakai. He was the narrator for wrestling's greatest secrets, finally revealed. And all the wrestlers had to hide their identities. I love that, dude. I mean, Billy Gunn was on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, for God's sake. Can you beat that? I don't yes, think he so. Was. Okay. And when, we're gonna, sorry, real quick, one more thing about Ryback. Uh, by the way, something nobody's ever said into a fucking microphone. Um, <laughs> I just want to say, when Ryback came out, um, like, you know, started wrestling, I was so, I loved Ryback. I thought he, I thought it was great, and I thought, this is perfect. And then in WWE, I think, did what they always do, is they went, oh, this guy has momentum. All right, let's not do. Let's not give him a title or anything. I never get the part where they always, they always wait till you don't care anymore, and they go, "This is the perfect time to pull the trigger." It's like, what? What about when the person's white hot? Ryback was. There was a point where it was like everybody was behind the guy, and they, they want to beat Punk. Yeah. But after I that, mind yeah, them, like flipping flopping it. Who cares? Like that's what they used to do back in the nineties. They used to get guys over was they flip flop the fucking title. Oh, you won it for a week, but give it right back. Yeah. A week. What if you're Kane after uh oh. after bad blood or whatever? You won it for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> the next night on Raw, I thought that was even as a kid I knew that was disrespectful. It was and then he didn't get another world title for <laughs> like nearly ten years. Ever? I was gonna say well no, yeah. I was about to say ever, but no. Well, it was ECW (laughs) title, so I wouldn't really call it a world title. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, it was like five or six years later. Uh, Okay, main event, uh, I'm guessing, will be the Raw Elimination Chamber match, unless they go with Roman last. So, uh, Drew McIntyre is actually defending his title in the chamber against AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Sheamus, and Kofi Kingston. Okay, just immediately. Immediately. Why is this match so much better than the SmackDown Chamber? (laughs) (laughs) See, now, before they replaced The Miz with Kofi, all of Drew's challenges were over 40, but Kofi's 39, so he gets a pass. He ain't got no chest. (laughs) I was just going to (laughs) say. Well, there's also the threat of Miz cashing in now that he's not in the match. Although it would have been cool to see him eliminated in the chamber and then cashing in anyway. Yeah, um, that would have been cool. Hey, didn't that geek on Raw say like he wanted to give up his spot to some young talent so, and he met Jim like John Morrison? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, Miz was in the match. He wanted to give up his spot um, purely so he was fresh to cash in. And he wanted to give his spot to John Morrison. And then uh, Adam Pearce said, well, okay, well, you can go against Kofi. And if you win, John Morrison's in the match. And if Kofi wins, Kofi's in the match. Okay. So now, wait, wait a minute. Oh yeah, I, I was thinking maybe Kofi could feud with um, Mustafa Ali, Mustafa. but he's not in the match. Mustafa. It's but so hard. You to just know Mustafa. Mustafa's gonna get involved. Yeah, Mustafa, not Mustafa. I can't. I can't with that shit, man. I can't. <laughs> Mustafa. <laughs> God damn you. You guys ever seen? Um, you guys ever seen ET? Yes. Yes. Yeah, remember that part where, like, E.T. is, like, 
he's really sick and his body's like discolored and he's in like the hospital and he's reaching up. He's like, Elliot, you know? Yeah. That's what Kofi Kingston's chest looks like. Like, like the flowers are starting to crumble. You know what I mean? <laughs> in the pot next to the bed. I thought that was going to be a reference to Mustafa. I was Gavin visions of ET going, Mustafa, Mustafa. Yeah. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Ali, Ali. <laughs> oh boy um, so yeah I'm still sold on Drew versus Sheamus at Mania so I'm going Drew to retain I, I can't imagine Drew McIntyre would would lose the belt I just don't Not I don't see any reason why that would happen yeah that's how you know man cause that, by the way good for them for <laughs> For bringing Goldberg in and making him no. lose, because yeah, and actually putting somebody <laughs> over. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Not the part that they brought him in, but they're they're going to continue to do that. But it's the part where somebody actually survived it. I mean, think about how awful we all felt when Kevin Owens was champion. Oh. Yeah. And, and Goldberg showed up, and we're all like, "Oh Jeez. fuck, come on, man, we just got him." You it's know. It's the same thing with the Fiend. It's the same thing that happened with the Fiend. I'm like, when he, as soon as he said, "I accept," on that Firefly Funhouse, you could hear the audience just groan, like, "Oh God, <laughs> oh." <laughs> yes. Yeah, that one guy was the best because after he says he accepts, and then the guy goes, "Ah, I mean, you do." <laughs> you know what? Ah. Admittedly, the fiend never needed the title, but it just made no sense that he literally just took absolutely everything Seth Rollins could throw at him, and still kept getting up. And then he just takes a spear and a jackhammer, and it's done. And he's killing Daniel Bryan and having these hard-fought matches, and then spear, jackhammer, one, two, three. Wait, he was unstoppable a month ago. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> no, right? well, we gotta please the Saudi prince. You know this, the Saudi prince. Hey, one thing Goldberg to win. Can somebody call up Mansoor? It feels so good to be back in Jetta. Jetta, I am home. I am home. I'm so happy we didn't get those shows this this past year. Oh my god, it's the same speech every effing time. And they're making me not like Mansoor. And I like Mansoor. We've seen him on NXT and NXT UK. He was in freaking the video game man, Cole effing Quinn. But then you put him in front of his freaking hometown and he's racing guys like Elias and Cesaro which if this was in the US he'd be squashed like a motherfucker and you know it's one of those things where I look at it from a stance it's like alright we're just gonna get a moonsault we're gonna get his maneuvers here high octane aerial salt and then here comes you know it feels so good to be back in Jetta wait Mansoor was Cole Quinn yeah duh I thought Cole Quinn was a real person stop it <laughs> well I certainly didn't think it was Mansoor from freaking Saudi Arabia Feels so good to be back in Jeddah, man. I have Damn. hope. I have hope. It's like for, he's like Mahabali Shira. He is the WWE's version of Mahabali Shira. Shira, am I? What he is? Okay. Anybody else for McIntyre or a different guess? McIntyre. No, McIntyre. All right. And of course, we have to see the Fiend come back and cast Randy Orton. I cannot wait for that, man. Eh. Eh. Not a fan. Eh. I'm over the Fiend. Oh. oh remember, remember when the Firefly Fun Firefly uh, Funhouse first came out, and everybody was like, Shitting "What on the it? fuck?" Yeah, no, like, I oh, loved it. No, this is this guy's Mister Rogers. This is dumb. <laughs> this is why they brought him back. Blah blah blah. 
And then the very next week, everybody was like, this shit is awesome. Look at these fucking puppets. <laughs> well, that's the problem. People have to let this shit marinate, progress. They don't just judge it off of one, you know, vignette, you know? Yeah. With that being said, The Fiend has one opportunity to to get back in my good graces on Sunday. What's so that? probably going to be drunk. What's that? So I hope it's because well, he isn't he supposed to be coming back as a new look. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, his new look better impress me because I'm gonna be drunk. <laughs> he's not, he's gonna come back looking like Rhea Ripley. No, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm shocked. <laughs> he's so masculine. Fiendalina. Uh, he's, yeah, he's supposed to be. Obviously, he's gonna have a slightly different look because he got burnt to freaking death. But uh, Vince Russo, bro, oh, yeah. think he's so thinking it's gonna be a whole new gimmick, bro. Yeah. I don't give a shit about this burning crap. It's fucking rain. He got a fireball to the face, and the cat, like two weeks later, looked like baby face skin. The fuck. <laughs> well, it was only first. It was only first degree burns, Moses Marquez. Bullshit. <laughs> how, how long has he been off TV? He was since TLC, so two months. Yeah. Oh, two months. Now, did, does this coordinate with the time with the uh, around the time of the death of uh, John Huber? Oh, that was yeah. I think it was around the same week. Because he John Huber died in uh, like late December, right? Something yeah, like that. So I was the whole time that I was just thinking like. I wonder if he was just taking time off to kind of deal with that. Cause I, I mean, I know how close they were and stuff like that. So I just thought it was interesting at the time it seemed to really coordinate with that. Um, just with that. Well, speaking of, well, cause you guys were talking about Vince Russo and the whole new gimmick. Did you see him criticizing the edge bill? Cause he said, realistically, if he came back now, he would get killed by the other guys that he thinks it's just overdone. And it's kind of like an, you know, like an, Shit what Russo had there you go, Moses. There's, that's a uh, Well, TLC was December 20th. John Huber died uh, 26th. Ah, so it was just mm, before. Okay. Maybe he did take longer though, because we all expected him to come back at the rumble. So maybe he's taking longer afterwards. Yeah. Yep. Um, but to be honest, though, I think it's better that he returns and scares Randy in the chamber than in the Rumble, where Randy can just run away. This is true. <laughs> also, people are getting all bent out of shape that Alexa had a pentagram on Raw. Yes. Uh, I believe it was the page Robert shared, which was, I don't remember what it was called, Wrestling Real Reactions or something. I was like, all the stuff WWE's done, you're getting freaked out over a pentagram. I know, right? Yeah, it's like Jesus Christ. Triple H had sex with a dead woman in a casket. <laughs> Brian okay, Pilman, Brian Pillman had a gun. <laughs> Billy and Chuck got married. Come on, Undertaker literally tried to embalm Stone Cold. He put the yeah, Stone right? Cold on his symbol. And yeah, he crucified he was... him. Yes. We saw a man get hung from a fucking cell. Oh, yep. Who the hell? Who who the hell put the the rope around? Was it was it Boss Man that put yeah, the rope man. around? Big, yeah, that's big, exactly no. what I said. No, not him. I know he got hung, but who I'm trying to say, who put the rope around Big Show's daddy's casket oh, and yeah, drove off man. with that <laughs> bitch? Oh, that's right. Yeah, and he was literally Hold dead. Hold on. I oh, mean, come oh. on. Kane electrocuted Shane McMahon's testicles. Like, come on. <laughs> okay, you know what? I got a funny story about that. I was watching yeah. that in a bar in Spain when I was like, uh, <laughs> how old was I? I would have been about 13. And the Spanish... Uh, barmen were just laughing so hard at it. <laughs> Nobody's gonna ask why Daz was thirteen in a fucking yeah, bar. <laughs> well, I wasn't on my own, obviously. 
Still. <laughs> you I don't ask questions if anyone goes yeah. to Anu's over there overseas. Yeah, in Spain, you're allowed to sit in the bar. As long as you don't Jesus drink. Jesus Christ. I think yeah, your drinking age is 15 there, actually. Yeah, I remember oh, one time man. I was seven. And I was seven. I was in this fucking strip club, right? <laughs> so anyways. This honey kept shaking her ass, and I'm trying to watch SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, it's like, get out of here, bitch. Go get me another apple juice. Oh, <laughs> oh borderline. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them pentagrams. <laughs> so what was the deal with um just going back to the the fiend um probably coming after Randy. Randy's in the chamber match? Yes, yes he is. Okay, so what was didn't Undertaker pop out in the chamber to kind of uh go after Shawn Michaels or something one time? Yeah, that was the other way around. Twenty ten, yeah. Yeah, it was twenty ten Shawn Michaels came up through the ring. Oh, yeah, that was my bad. One was of those. the ring or through, One through of the great. No, wait, Shawn Michaels came through the great. Remember? Yeah. And he super kicked the Undertaker? Yeah, he super. And then that's how they ended up going against each other at uh, 20, WrestleMania 26. Yep. Yeah. That was back in the old style chamber when they didn't have anything underneath the grates. So you could when just slip up. Hurt. When it actually hurt. Yeah, now it's all padded and shit. You'd have to, like, rip it open. Yeah. So, it's just so funny how some of these. You can kind of anticipate and see this stuff coming, and you just think to yourself, "Oh, here's here's four other examples where they did the exact same thing in the past." <laughs> all right, well, that is all of Elimination Chamber. Uh, our first pit stop on the road to WrestleMania because we also got Fastlane next month. Exactly a month right after this one, because that's on March twenty first. So right after this one, a month later, bada boom, we got Fastlane. Jesus. So after this, two weeks, there's AEW pay per view. Two weeks after that, there's another WWE pay per view. Yep. I think they've only Jeez. just added Fastlane, though, because originally WrestleMania was going to be like the week after. Nobody that. gives a shit about Fastlane, though. The only time I gave a shit about Fastlane was when it was, when it was Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan should have won. Yep, he should have. Yes. But, nope. All right, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you click that subscribe button. If you're watching on Facebook, like and share. And whatever podcast platform you may be listening to, don't forget to follow or subscribe right now and take it to the max every week. And also, fuck you, Facebook. Because yeah. they... <laughs> now, like last week's episode is gonna, is got very low views because Facebook wouldn't allow me to uh, spread it to our most of our usual audience. So it's only in three figures last week. And I tried to still fix it. Than other people. I jumped through all these hoops to try and fix it, and they still said, nope, because your page doesn't have an owner. Yes, it does. Your mama. It's me. So. It's me. Facebook, you don't have an owner, you bitch. Fuck the Zuck. Fuck the Zuck. Fuck the Zuck. Yes. Um, congratulations, Des. I, I saw the breaking news announcement over on the, uh, in the Max Wrestling group about um, getting the domain back. Yeah, on the bright side, while I was jumping through all these hoops, uh, I had to buy a domain, so it worked out all pretty well for that side. And it's actually, I said, 84% cheaper. So when we closed the domain, they wanted to charge me £110 for a year, 111 something like that. And I got it back this week for 1999 That's great. £110. That's the exact amount of weight I put on during the pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm not. I'm not far off. <laughs> Nothing but Uber Eats, eh? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we now deliver KFC. Oh, that's me done. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. It's like. We now deliver KFC. Oh my god, that's unfortunate. Uh, I'll take two buckets. <laughs> I will dry, I will get my ass around the corner to go to Five Guys and get me some bacon cheeseburger, man. You know with some bitch. Yeah. All these places that are on what we have is Just Eat and Deliveroo. None of them do Five Guys. Or Fuckers. if they do, they don't do it from like 20 minutes away, which I don't understand so why. Bitches. You know, I'll, I'll you know pay what you got a lecture to bring me 20 minutes from Five Guys. You know what it is? And since Travis the Walker Anderson has been there with me, you got Red Robin and Five Guys. Can you beat it? I don't think so. I'm going to get oh, a response yeah. from Nicola after this saying, we, we can get Five Guys on the app. I'm like, yeah, well, you live in London. Uh, <laughs> Mike Larkin. He said Red Robin, the whole thing played in my head. Yeah, Mike Larkin and Travis Anderson at Red Robin. That is... <laughs> we go back. That will forever, <laughs> forever be the best clip. Larkin, look on your face. You, you look like You look like you want to be like, Ah, you motherfucker. <laughs> Such a good one. It's never going to get old. It's never going to get old. Oh, my God. Um, I told you guys this story here on this show before, but I'll, I'll tell it again quickly because it's it's always worth a chuckle. I remember I took my son. We were going to go get uh, five guys, and I privately in the car made the joke to him, I can't wait to have five guys in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it was supposed to be a laugh just between us, you know? And he didn't really say much. He didn't have a lot of thoughts about it, except for he did have thoughts about it, which came out at the register. I remember I ordered my burger, and he looked at me, and he goes, uh, still excited about having those five guys in your mouth? And the kid who took my order, he just looked at me like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> I was like, you little bastard, you're walking home. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. I also got to make a comment about Red Robin. Moses, was that you on Retro Rio on that one time? I think it was you, Moni, and Paul were on the show where you were talking about how you don't like Red Robin. Was it that restaurant? You're talking about you didn't like something. Was it Red Robin? Maybe. I think uh-huh. no. Moses don't know. That motherfucker be high. All the time, every <laughs> restaurant's good nowadays. Um, no, I think it was probably In and Out. In and Out? All right. What? Boo. I'm not How an In-N-Out fan. Bro, I fucking live in San Diego, okay? Fucking In-N-Out is everywhere here. And I, I swear to God, like, the burgers are decent at best. Their fucking fries taste like fucking potato chips. It just... Their lemonade's good. Uh, I don't know, their man. Shakes are you, All we got going you have is such lemonade. a good palate. <laughs> yeah, no. He, Moses Marquez, you know, uh, El Chefe, he has... Nice. Uh, he has such a good palate. I'm surprised to hear that he's gotten this so wrong. Fuck you, Moses Marquez. <laughs> My wife says the same thing. How do you not look in and out? I'm like, I just don't. It's just a layup. I mean, by the way, if you don't like in and out, but you still eat McDonald's, then you're wrong, man. No, we, th- you, that, that is just strictly because of children. The only reason we get McDonald's in this house is strictly because of children. The chicken nuggets. It's not a choice. That they are. And Burger King, of course. Yeah, yeah, Burger King, I can definitely take or leave unless it's chicken fries. Yeah, that's true. That makes that's a valid point. Hey, man, we got sticky fingers over here. We got Burger King sticky fingers, the whole nine, all wrapped in one. It's a beautiful thing. Hey, do you guys remember when five uh, guys and Jack, sticky fingers? 
Jack yeah. from Jack in the Box tried to make a tried to make a joke on um, people from the UK when he he was like, "Oh, I get it now." Burger King, you're from Europe or something like that. Do you remember that commercial, Mike? That sounds familiar. <laughs> Long story short, Jack is an asshole. Jack is a fucking yeah, he, is. he is. Oh my god. Uh, okay, well, back to the website. It is now back at maxwrestling.net. Um, it's kind of split between Weebly and Wix. So some pages are being transferred over, some are still going to be running off Wix. Um, but you can get it all at maxwrestling.net. There's, there'll be links to in between the two domains. Also, yeah. my hoodie is no longer wrong. I, I, had, I had the hoodie made when we had the original maxwrestling.net, and it's got maxwrestling.net right across the back. And obviously, when we closed the domain, it didn't lead anywhere. So now it does, again. Hell yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't have to get a new hoodie, hoodie printed. Uh, all right, you before... know, Des, you know Travis really loves Max Wrestling. You understand this, right? He's got more merch than me. Every mm-hmm. time I talk to this guy, he's got new new Max Wrestling swag. I'm not sure where he gets it from. But now he's got Max Wrestling condoms, so when he fucks people, he can you take know? it to the Max. Like, it's, hey, it's, come it's, on, man. it's bootleg Max Wrestling merch. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's bootleg. We need to call our lawyer. Call we need lawyer. a lawyer. Call the lawyer. He's not wrong though. He is not that wrong. As someone who uh, who lives in the Carolinas, that that's that's how they say it. it. It wasn't a shock to me. So I'm right there with him, Mr. Moses Marquez, with the lawyer. I can't do it as well as you yeah, do. I know. Dumb shit, Matt Hardy said it on AEW. Uh, it's Matt Hardy, man. It's Matt Hardy. He's like, I'm call him a lawyer. I'm like, no. <laughs> it never gets old. That's the only reason why I like Matt Hardy is just so I can hear no. Moses Marquez say. No, the only reason I like him is because of you. So you can say the lawyer, the lawyer. Well, he's going to have some fun when we get to AEW, but uh, we've got to do Impact first. But before we get to that, it's time for a promo exhibition, and it's a big one. On one side, we have a man who's faced just about everybody there is to face, Cypher. And on the other side, a man who, apart from a few cameos, has been out of action for over a year after a horrific 2020. It is the return of Robert Davis. Yeah. Uh, Also the rebranding of Robert Davis. He's now the essential Robert Davis, as you will now see.
more like bitch ass hoe. Walker high, just a B-list talker. Podcast machine ain't got nothing on me. De Niro, ha, what a zero. Money making Chris is a no cost risk. Demonist, damn what a mess. Captain, what's happening? Shape, I'm the next promo champion. A person or a thing of no importance. A zero, a nothing. A never-ending circle. A blank slate. Now you're probably watching this thinking, whoop-de-fucking-do, who are you? Well, let me tell you who I am. I'm the psycho boy. Now, we've never met before. We've never done this before. It's been a while since I've done this. So let's see how this goes. Now, I've watched you for the better portion of a year put on that stupid, goofy, 
Kool-Aid smile. I've watched you pander to the masses. I've watched the powers that be pull the puppet strings coming out your back. And where has it gotten you? Absolutely nowhere. You faded off into obscurity quicker than Phoenix Jericho. You don't even know who that is. But that's not even important because the fact of the matter is, look at you now. Who are you? You've lost sight of yourself that you don't even know who you are. You've literally become a cipher. You are nothing. You say you're hungry. Your stomach says you like to eat. But your eyes say, I'm full. You say you're hungry. But you keep eating the same crap that the powers that be feed you. You say you're hungry. But you're so tired, you can't even lift the silverware to eat. As far as I'm concerned, you ain't hungry. So get off my table. You've got no place here if you ain't hungry, son. And don't forget that. Because what you need to do is rebuild, redesign and reclaim. Because you're a lot better than this. You're a lot better than what we've seen. You know it, I know it, and they know it. It's time to find your purpose. It's time to tell your story. It's time to control your narrative. The world is in the palm of your hands. And you better not take no for an answer. I'm sure this is a surprise to you. I'm sure you've got people in your ear telling you the stuff that you want to hear. But that's not me. That's not who I am. The fact of the matter is... It's in your hands. You control it. Nobody else. Now you see, as for me, I am essential, and I pledge my fidelity to my former self. I am not my corporately mandated persona. I am not my material possessions. I am not relying on authorities to tell me what's right and what's wrong. I will not let my value be based on comments, likes, or followers. I will not seek affirmation from toxic group think. I will not filter my authenticity itself. I am essential and will speak my truth through words and actions. I will wear betrayal as a wound of battle. I will face the things I fear the most. I will pursue vengeance with a primitive and relentless force. I vow to find freedom. I vow to find purpose. I vow to create something that will last. I am essential. And I control my narrative. For those of you watching, free yourself. Promo order. You have been warned. 
Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Welcome to the Madhouse. This is the CEO of Shane Taylor Promotions and Ring of Honor superstar Shane Taylor, and you are listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the max. Well, one was a music video, the other was a sermon. Yeah, podcast machine. Ain't got nothing on me. Would you like <laughs> to test that theory, Mr. Cypher? <laughs> oh, my God. I may have to deal with him before I got to deal with King Dingus over here. My God. Uh, I mean, he just practically called out everybody. He did? He did. King Dingus. King Dingus. Why, King, why didn't I get a call out? Yeah, practically. He called <laughs> every name but mine. So all of a sudden, I'm chopped liver. Corey. I mean, he said most is a hoe. King Mo ain't nothing but a hoe. That's what he said. First off, <laughs> yeah, but what about the I King agree Pen- with that, by the way. King Mo First is off, a hoe. Just because I have a way with the ladies. It's not my problem, sir. <laughs> yeah, you should be none of, of your content. <laughs> I mean, technically, you're still not actually back in promo competition yet. Yeah, see? See? Yeah, well, the promo order better be lucky for that because I'd run <laughs> through them, boy. I, I, I'd be like Barry Sanders. Wouldn't nobody be able to hold me? Uh, it's like very. I can drive you back about ten yards first, though. That's only, I only, yeah. All right, fine. King Mo, the, the last motherfucker to actually tackle me. But I wasn't really talking about you, okay, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got, well, we got King of the Mic coming up in the summer, Mir, and you, we, we've seen you in King of the Mic. Why don't you do King of the Mic, you son of a bitch? Never say never. I, I wouldn't exactly be opposed to being in King of the Mic and winning it again because obviously that's the only way it would end. You didn't win it again. You never won King of the Mic. You won promo, uh, the promo bowl, the promo uh, climax. Excuse me, at the time. I didn't win King of the. I I won King of the Mic, motherfucker. No, you did it. Robert Davis beat you, and it was Robert <laughs> and I in the finals. No. To be to Daz, be fair, Daz, I never won King of the Mic. To be fair, in the Grand Slam table, King of the Mic and Promo Bowl count as the same quali- as the same accolade. So, true. You've won. Wait, you've won a tournament. Wait, but it wasn't King of the Mic. No. It was, it was uh, promo climax. <laughs> <It's> first <laughs> promo climax. This is why I can't talk to young people because I'm over here saying I could beat everybody. I don't even know what competition I was in. I'm so fucking old. <laughs> that was the one where you beat Daniel Crimmins without saying a word. You were just bragging about this like 20 minutes ago. And the other thing was, I and one of the and the Max uh, 300 video that I did, I, as I, Mike Clark and I believe you pointed out, I wrongly said that I beat you in King of the Mic, right? You never beat me in King of the Mic. You beat me in the promo climax. You were one of the three people who've ever beaten me. So yes, promo climax. Nicola beat you though. No, shut she the didn't. Fuck up, Mike, you Mike, just... shut up. <laughs> the fact that I beat her. Shut the fuck up. Nicola beat you. Don't listen. Don't make me. Don't make me get on this podcast and fight for the person that I'm supposed to be fighting against. All right. <laughs> Dude, you went from a freaking enemy to the president of the fan club again. Jesus, man, simmer down, simmer. I'm not. I'm not the president of the. Again, I have a lot more to say about the demoness, but. I'm I'm gonna say it right here to you, I'm Max Wrestling for everybody to hear. Mike Larkin, you did you. you did not beat Nicola McDonald. Period. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when Paul Heyman talks to Brock Lesnar's upcoming opponent. I respect you. I think you have a bright future, but Brock's gonna kill you. <laughs> That's a spoiler. <laughs> Every time Amir and I talk, I'm just waiting for him to go, you know what, Mike Larkin, fuck you. And I'm like, I'm just waiting for that. I know, because I know you. I know you like the back of my hands, son. This is all This is all because you continue. Well, it hasn't happened lately, but in the early you know, times of me hanging out with the Max boys, you continued to invite me to knowledge 
championships. You knew you were going to beat me down, but you kept inviting me back. I, I just thought the whole thing was so disrespectful, okay? I'm, hey, I'm, I'm going to channel Mickey from Rocky. They was handpicked. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, they was good fighters, but they wasn't killers like this guy. Politics, man. This guy's trying to keep me down. <laughs> hey, woman. Hey, woman. Why don't you fancy yourself over to my apartment? Do it's like to be a real man. <laughs> hey, woman. <laughs> you know what? That was even better when Family Guy flipped it around. And it was, hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of every time I hear that one sample of Clover Lang Rocky 3? The SmackDown vs. Raw 2006 soundtrack. That one song. Politics, man. They tried to help me. They used the sample of Rocky 3. And I can't remember the song, but it was in SmackDown vs. Raw 2006. Well, That's it should have been a sample this... of I Love My Mother Even on Father's Day. Yes. Mike Larkin just said he can't remember something. Mark Shut this up. day in history. I'm about Shut to go up. play the lottery, motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. This is crazy. I never thought I'd live to see the day. All right. You know, fuck you. All right, go ahead, man. This one, okay, there's well, two things you never heard. You never heard Superman say, ouch, and you never heard Mike Larkin say, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is like you, how you have Mike Larkin. I'm not going to give you another bout because I beat you, motherfucker. Every t- All those times that you beat me in knowledge, I can now say that I have a victory over you. That's why. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, but why would I Why would I face you again and risk losing when for the rest of our lives, no matter how much better you are than me or how many podcast listens you get, what did you accomplish? I could always be like, yeah, but I beat that bitch. See, this is what I deal with almost every time. That <laughs> was every fucking time. And I love you to death. God damn it. I won that tournament. Fucking Jeff That's Morris. right. The king of the mic promo Spare climax, me. wherever it was. Spare me. <laughs> fucking Jeff, Jeff Norris. Chicken. chicken. I wanted that chicken. Oh. Uh, okay, I think, Mike, maybe we should do Impact in uh, 60 seconds or less because only you and me really care about it right now. Yeah. All right, then. Well, brace for impact, people. Impact in three, two, one. TJP got a win over Josh Alexander to retain the X Division Championship in a thrilling opening match. Myers then paid Hernandez for his services at the previous pay-per-view, while Falabar makes Hernandez an investment proposition. Trey Miguel defeated Suicide Davari and Willie Mack. They made Trey look like a boss as he left the ring, uh, so expecting big things from him this year. Ace Austin demanded a shot at TJP based on winning the Super X Cup, but Scott Demore sets up a six-man tag and a triple threat match, which will determine a number one contender. Matt Cardona defeated Hernandez. His post-match interview is then interrupted by former partner Brian Myers, who claims Cardona is copying him by coming to Impact, before Hernandez jumps and Eddie Edwards makes the save. As Nevea doubts her future as Havoc's partner, Tanil Dashwood tries to butt in and ends up in a match against Nevea, which Tanil won. Juice Robinson and Dave Finley appeared from New Japan to defeat Reno Scum before being confronted by the Good Brothers. Storm and Sabin and then hanging out in a bar with Rohit, Raju and Mahabali Shira before being invited to Swinger's Palace. Huh. And Mike's going to have to fill me in on the end because the main event was Moose versus Tommy Dreamer in an old school rules match. And I tried three different streams and they all stopped right before the spear. So I don't know how the match ended. 
Oh my god, it was pretty much just Moose fucking molly whopping Tommy Dreamer as he does, and just spear. Yeah, it was just it was a molly whop, Daz. It was a molly effing whop. I mean, it was pretty obvious Moose was about to hit a spear and win, but um, I don't know if anybody came out after the match or if that was just no, the I, end. I didn't see anything. I just saw that he put him down with the spear, and that was it. Okay, so I didn't. I missed like ten seconds. You missed ten <laughs> seconds of it. Literally, right, I tra- no. the first stream just cut right before the spear, so I thought, okay, I'll try a different stream, same thing, try a different yeah. one, same thing. You know me, man. I think when it comes to Impact, you know me. I'm going to go right here because I'm a Long Island guy, man. Watching these guys, NYWC, coming out to track four, BSB, it's got to be you off the Millennium album. Man, you got Matt Cardone and you got Brian Myers here. It's one of those things where it's former partners. Yes, they are the co-hosts of the Major Figures Wrestling Podcast. They're talking about wrestling figures. They're talking about giving them a figure bath. It's one of those things, man, where you have that dynamic and that dichotomy, but they're going against each other, seeing these two wrestle, and we're also talking about the fact that you also see Matt Stryker on commentary. What a continuity that is because Zack Ryder's old finishing maneuver, the Zack attack, you know what I'm saying? Take it back to Saved by the Bell. Rest in peace, Casey Kasem. Matt Stryker originally did that maneuver, which was then called the Golden Rule. So for me, man, getting to see them in action there, and I like the storyline and continuity. TJP and Josh Alexander. Might I just say that Josh Alexander is a beast? It's a good time for Impact, man, just to see all these people coming in. And dude, David Finley, Juice Robinson, the Good Brothers, I love it. I love me some of this, man. Uh, Casey Kasem and Dustin Diamond, who infamously appeared on early TNA. Yes, that's right, in the early NWA TNAs. That's correct. Thank you, Des. <laughs> now, also, you mentioned uh, Willennium. Something about that album really bugs me. What, it's, Mo- it's the, the Backstreet last... Boys Millennium? No, Will Smith's Willennium. No, I was talking about Backstreet Boys Millennium. They came out to It's Gotta Be You on the NYWC. Well, Linnium. Well, Willennium. Anyway, one thing bugs yeah, me about the Willennium album. The, the last track, I think he's talking to his son. And he's like, okay, I got one, one more track. Which one do you want to hear? And his son just goes, Wild Wild West. And Will Smith's like, oh, come on, man. I got some other tracks. I got Rain, no, Wild Wild West. Yes. <sighs> okay. It's like, okay, I get it. He's disappointed in it. First of all, I think Wild Wild West is a great song and a great movie. Fuck all y'all. Okay. Yeah. I will... <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. See, you get open Pandora's box. Man, I was not a fan of the movie, but that song, I'm talking about Will Smith, I'm talking about Cisco, and he's not unleashing the dragon yet, but it's him and Drew Hill, and then we also got Will 2K on that album, man, that was a great album, but god dang, I love me some Wild Wild West, Cisco with the Wild Wild West, and you know, the whole theme, I, you know, the whole thing. I really don't see a problem with the film, it was fun. It was, but it's not one of Kevin Klein's, you know, the whole thing, man, and we're not one of Will Smith's greatest, but you know, it is what it is. When he, he fills up the thing. with Selma Hayek, are you really bitching? Yeah. All right. True that. Selma Hayek. But also, you got to admit, I love me some Selma Hayek and Fools Rush In with Matthew Perry. She was feisty. I like that. I like that a lot. That was good. As it was. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Kenneth Branagh was almost unrecognizable. Yeah. That is true. It's very true. And then. And they're like swimwear, man. And they're like swimwear. Buckwheat. Oh, also. Look what you had on the soundtrack. You had Enrique Iglesias with Bailamos, man. This is still during the lap pop era. You had Enrique, you had Mark Anthony, Ricky Martin. I mean, come on, man. Buckweed, that's your problem. Fills it up with water. <laughs> that's just my breast. By the way, have you ever seen the movie Cellular with Chris Evans and Kim Basinger, man? Because the kid's name was Ricky Martin after yes. that. Remember that? Yeah. Yes, I have. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, back to wrestling. We are 48 days away from Promomania 6. The biggest match wrestling show of the year. This year's Iron Bank Challenge has double the reward 
as the winner can cash in on either the Knowledge or the Promo Champion anytime until Promo Mania 7. And looking to win the contract are Cypher, Moneymaker Chris Durham, King Moda Second, Modus Marquez, and Travis the Walker Anderson. That's on the Promo Mania pre-launch show on April 6th. But the main show on April 8th has not one but two trivia bouts as the Phoenix defends the Knowledge Championship against Daniel Crimmins before the winner will have to defend the title later on against Mike as he cashes in last year's Iron Bank contract. Kind of like how, what Roman's doing at the Chamber. <laughs> I am that Roman Reigns. It's either going to be Daniel Crimmins or the Phoenix, man. The old rivalry coming back with Phoenix and I are going to face DC in the building for the Knowledge title. Daniel Crimmins has a chance to win his second Max Wrestling Gold in the Knowledge Championship also his first appearance on a main show hell yeah DC um on to promo action Moses is dying to know who his opponent is as he shapes up for a promo exhibition yeah what the fuck man <laughs> um from what I understand <laughs> we'll find out either this week or next week alright uh, and speaking of promo exhibitions it's well it is it's a cinematic showdown is what it is as the world champion The Shape returns and is coming right to promo champion The Phoenix's doorstep in a first time ever title for title cinematic showdown I am so excited uh, for this matchup because it's cinematic brother I mean I, I can't wait to see what's gonna happen I can't wait to see who's gonna win let's be let's be clear there's never been more on the line than this and I think if if Phoenix wins, then won't he be like Phoenix 28 belts or something like that? <laughs> uh, he's, he's currently got the predictions, the promo, and the knowledge. Uh, if he keeps all of them, then yeah, he'll be Phoenix 4 belts. Jesus. We're going to have to get him Kenneth Branagh's spider-like things from Wild Wild West to carry him off. He's like Ultimo Dragon holding the nine titles at once. <laughs> Just don't do a Shawn Michaels photo shoot. New. <laughs> New. Although it would be something to put on Tinder. Uh, there you go. Uh, no, Phoenix is against Tinder. Anyway. Oh, wait, he's he's right there with me because I fucking hate Tinder too. Tinder is the most biggest bullshit ever. You know what I'm saying? Fuck. Tinder. Well, I like this shape kid though. He's got a bright future. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> finally, uh, they're both returning to promo competition. The Kingpin made the challenge, and the Demoness will rise again to answer it. First time ever. Kingpin versus Demon S, and we finally have a video response from the Royal Highness of Hell in just a moment. But don't miss April 6th and 8th for Promomania 6. All graphics, no charisma. God almighty, man. That's going to be the new thing. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Okay, so um, she has accepted it privately, but now she has delivered a little something publicly. So here is the Demon S's little response i mean we don't actually see her because i don't think we're going to see her until promo mania she's uh keeping it on the down low but here's a little something something from the demoness
be your final resting place, Kingpin. <laughs> Less is more, sometimes, and I, I like the anticipation, really, of not getting too much from the Demoness. She's still kind of being a little mysterious, because we haven't seen her since uh, promo series. Yeah, well, you know what, man? The truth is, there really isn't that much mystery to that. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure what she thinks she's doing. Um, I'm not sure what she's trying to pull, and, and honestly, I don't, I don't know what you think you're doing, airing bullshit like that. I, you know, I think... I think everybody's, you know, everybody's going to find out what I think. But this, that was ridiculous. And I'm honestly, it's, I'm done with this. Fuck you guys, man. That really just happened? Um, it did? Jesus. What the? F I mean, when I didn't mean to become Adam me. Cole on the Pat McAfee show. He friggin' just dipped. He friggin' did the dip is what he just did. Are you going to punch fucking Mike on your way out? Like, what the shit? <laughs> fucking drop me. Oh, my God. What the fuck? I... Yeah, that was it. He stormed oh, off. Well, n now seems like a, a good time to smoothly segue into the Wednesday Night Warzone, then, I guess. Well, Dynamite kicked off. Uh, let's get this out of the way quickly for the benefit of Moses. Hangman hey, and Matt Hardy defeat the hybrid oh, two. Shit. It, it was a good segment, though, because Hangman swerved him. Okay, so hold on. Let me get this fucking out of the way. Because I, I said it three weeks ago. It's on this fucking show. Hang, bucking around with, a, with, with goddamn Matt Hardy was going to turn him into a geek. Turned him into a geek. So fucking Hangman reveals that the goddamn contract he signed, that he made Hardy sign. Was a was a con was a match contract, where if Huckin Hangman won, he would get one hundred percent of its earnings for the first quarter of twenty twenty one. Then fucking loser ass dumb shit Matt Hardy negotiates. Stupid Hangman says okay, and he shakes his fucking hand. You had this whole thing signed, sealed, and win. All you had to do was beat him, and you take his money. You lose, and guess what? You lose nothing. But now it's a money match. You're a fucking geek, bud. <laughs> fucking geek. And I was going to praise him for getting in better shape. Like, he's starting to lose the gut. I can see the six-pack coming in. He's getting lean. I love Hangman, but right now, dude, you're a, you have one spot, and you're hanging out with a geek, and you're a geek via association. See, he just called that the GBA, the Geek by Association. That's the hashtag GBA is what that there is. There you go. I'm going to start using that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it was kind of it was kind of like the Jericho Kevin Owens moment when Matt was reading the contact, and it was kind of like, why is my name on this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, I mean, like, that part of it was like, okay, that's funny, but then it was like, he, he it signed, 
it's already there. And then he's like, oh, well, no, I'm going to get my lawyer and we're going <laughs> to negotiate. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about your lawyer and your fucking negotiating because it's signed, bud. You lost. Yeah, okay. He shook his hand like a gentleman about it, but then he got the hybrid and uh, Isaiah, and Isaiah to geeks. jump him. Yeah, the geeks. Okay. It was kind of nice to see the Dark Order made a save, though, and they yeah. they made the comment that Hangman now knows who his real friends are. It was always yeah. a Dark Order. Come on, man. Also right. kind of cute seeing Negative One <laughs> rallying <Yes>. the troops. <laughs> Dude, cool new mask, by the way. Yes. I love that he's like the, the leader of the group, and he's just this kid. He's like, come on, get your ass out there. It's great. It's like Children of the Corn. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, then we saw the return of Rio. Um, as she, yes. I, I honestly didn't expect her to win this, but she got a victory over Serena Deeb in the women's title eliminator. Oh, I totally expect her to win this. Like they, the, that belt is made for Rio. Oh, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, no, this, this was, I'm going to go on par and say this or go on record and say this, that, uh, personally, in my opinion, this was the best women's match on dynamite this year it, and it might it might stay that point i don't know i'm a big you know me i'm a big sucker for the graps i'm all about the grappling and there was nothing but like grappling and just basic amateur wrestling in this and it was awesome yeah they certainly got plenty of time oh yeah it went like 15 minutes at least yeah we went from a great match like that to this really weird slow motion romantic video of Shaq and Jade what's her name playing basketball. No. Fucking <laughs> stupid. What the fuck was that shit? Everybody in the TSK chat was like, dude, I don't give a shit if you can shoot a basketball. I kept yelling, Shaq's gonna miss this shot. He's gonna miss this shot. When he made it, I said, I guarantee you they took that fucking 20 times. Yes. Uh, I love the close up of Shaq too, where he's trying to look mean and he just looks confused. He just looks old. <laughs> Old and confused. Why am I here? Get the camera out of my face. Where the fuck is Charles? <laughs> okay. We got mini Cody on impact with Trey Miguel. I gotta yeah. say, we got mini Randy with Red Velvet. I still don't give a fuck about this match. I've been saying this for weeks since you've been going on weeks about Matt Hardy and this whole shit. I'm gonna say this right now. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. And I don't give a fuck. Because here's the thing, man. I know she's gonna try. I mean, she's a student of the Nightmare Factor, right, Jade uh, Cargill? She's going to try. She's going to try. But it's one of those things where I don't want to see old-ass Shaquille O'Neal. And isn't um, Cody hurt? Uh, hey, I don't think it was a serious injury. Yeah. Oh, God. Good. But, yeah, no, I don't – I don't. I like Shaquille O'Neal. He's one of my favorite basketball players. We're talking about Kazam. We're talking about what's up, Doc, can we rock? We're talking about, you know, Kobe. But it's one of those things where it's just like, no – and I don't even know how old Shaq is right now. I'm sure he's got to be like almost what, like fucking in his 40s, 50s, right? Yeah, in the late 40s. Okay, but still, it's it's one of those things. He's 48. 48. Okay, yep. it's one of those things where he's out of shape. I don't care, and he, you know what it is? It's the comedic relief of it because it's supposed to be serious, but it's too comedic on his end. You know what I'm saying? So I can't really take it that serious. Mm. Exactly. Like, how many times did they try and get him against Big Show? And that would have been awful. Well, the problem oh, yeah. is he was out of shape. He was out of shape every time. Well, he's not exactly in yeah. shape now. And then no. Big Show showed him, hey, look how easy it is for me to get in shape. You should do it, too. Oh, you man, Big Show got shredded. He really did. Uh, he got go shredded just for that match, and it never happened. 
No, and, and the problem is I look at Shaq and I'm like, go back into the goddamn boombox. <laughs> I, I almost feel like Cody doesn't know what how to book himself because people keep getting pissed that he's in the title picture. So he's like, okay, what do I do? I'm going to face a celebrity. <laughs> it's like, I want to wrestle. What do I do? Oh, my God. Uh, Orange Cassidy then got a win over Luther as uh, Serpentico and Chucky T brawled kind of throughout the entire match, which was only about five minutes. I'm going to say it. I fucking hate Luther. Just because you're friends with Chris Jericho doesn't mean I need to see on my TV. He's old. He's slow. He sucks. I don't want to see Luther. Serpentico, whatever. Seriously. But I don't want to see, uh, I, want to see I hate him. Seriously, the best friends came out before the break and then he cut to a break and I was like okay cool who's he gonna face comes back from the break and it's right on Luther and I, I literally went Ugh. I know I hate him I hate him Daz I hate him I don't hate him I just don't think he's yeah I'm not a fan he should be on TV <laughs> he shouldn't the only reason he's on, on TV is because he's Chris Jericho's butt buddy that he friggin wrestled in Canada and nobody's ever fucking heard of except for Dave Meltzer so it's one of those things it's like whatever oh, to Luther like Trump it's as well true Wait, what do you, you say? If you follow Deathmatch Wrestling, you know Luther. Okay, well, not a lot of us follow yeah, Deathmatch. Yeah, back in the day. Back in the day, in like the early 90s, Mr. Moses Marquez. Uh, what, I, what I said, Mike, was does Luther like Trump as well? Uh, oh, oh, okay. See? All right, you're going you're gonna to make me go there. I have lost so much goddamn respect for Chris Jericho. Mm. His wife at the damn riot. Him having Donald Trump Jr., that little piss biscuit on his podcast. Fucking just, and him just, you know, donating to Trump's thing and pretty much one of the people that thinks the election got stolen. I have lost a lot of respect for Chris Jericho. You may have been born in Manhasset, New York, but son of a bitch, you're a Canadian. What the fuck does that have to do with you? And I know you live in Tampa, Florida, but fuck you, man. All right? You and your goddamn I can't do a lion salt anymore. Fuck you. Oh, my God. And I used to like Chris Jericho so much. I enjoyed him when he was in WWE, and he actually was in shape. Yeah, I mean, we, we can kind of forgive AJ for believing the Earth is flat, and that's forgivable, but... Yeah, well, that, yeah, that, that's, 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 that's not as extreme as friggin' Jericho donating and having Trump Jr., you know, the, the waste on his podcast and just, you know, his wife being all dumb. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm pretty sure AJ voted for Trump, but you know, but I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he's donating money or sending his wife to the riots or anything. Oh, that's why I also got pissed at the Undertaker. I wasn't shocked that he donated money, but still, I was pissed at the Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe it's an old school thing, or maybe it's just a southern thing. <laughs> Not all of them. <laughs> just just say it. Just say it. Oh, but yeah, fuck him. Um, I went off folly on that. I'm sorry. But fuck off. Well, following this, Team Taz minus Hobbs and Slippers Ricky uh, call out Sting, who takes a full on powerbomb from Brian Cage. His first bomb since 2012. And it, it actually looked like it fucked his oh, neck yeah, up. Oh, yeah. You could see the I'm stars that he saw. Really hoping he was selling um, because they kept doing nah. the sky view, too. Hey, Moses. Yo. 2015. Oh, 15, thank you. Oh. So six years. Still, and the fact of the matter is, is as a guy who is a fucking sting mark, I popped when he decided he wanted to finally hit somebody, but the second he took that bump, I'm looking at him like, you can't take no bumps. You don't need to be here. You could be a manager. You don't need to be in any kind of matches. Swing your bat, hit a splash, 
whatever. But you can't be taking bumps, dude. I mean, there's been no reports that he's injured, so I'm, I'm really hoping he was selling hard. Again, bro, I saw the stars that, in his eyes that he was watching. It was almost but like, you I, know, you know the, the meme from years ago of the close-up of his face, and he's, like, all cross-eyed. It was almost like mm-hmm. they were trying to recreate that. <laughs> like, seriously, they kept yeah. doing the overhead camera view and everything. Yeah, I mean, that probably didn't help it, but still, it... it, it it scares me, this 50-plus-year-old man. It was a pretty hard powerbomb, too. From Brian Cage. <laughs> if you think you're going to get him any softer from anybody else, you're not. <laughs> Damn. Uh, well, we've got you think one... Joey Janela don't powerbomb hard? His fucking gut will get you, I assure you this. <laughs> uh, we've got two, maybe three weeks until the match. Yeah. So we'll see what yeah, kind of shapes three. things in. Yeah, it's March 7th, so yeah, probably three weeks. 7th of the 3rd. Mike? Mr. Stats and Facts? Hey, oh, that's rap. <laughs> oh, I'll look at it right AEW Revolution is on March 7th, yes. Sorry, oh. I stepped out for a second. I heard the stats. You're straight. Sure, you're <laughs> <laughs> You know what it is too, and I, as I said, I hate to say it with um, the AEW Revolution card and the and the cage giving him the power bomb. I don't care about that match. There's a lot of stuff on that show that I really don't give a rat's ass about. Like I don't care about the tag match with Cody and uh, the Shaq thing. I really don't care about this just because I don't want to see Sting wrestle. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, the Young Bucks against um, MJF and. Jericho, you know, is leading to uh, Guevara coming in. But, yeah, I'm kind of like, meh, with Revolution. Are you guys, like, hyped for this? Or are you just kind of like, meh? Eh, I meh. mean, it'll be okay. Yeah, well, also, what is it? I'm, uh, oh, God, and that's the other problem. I don't want to see Adam Page and Matt Hardy like you were talking about. It's a big um, money match. Oh, wait a minute. Cody isn't even doing the tag. He's in that um Face of the Revolution ladder match. Yep. Oh, you... Mm. Yeah, no, we get to watch him and uh, Shaq or whatever on fucking Dynamite. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I got confused. Thank you. But yeah, no, and uh, Kenny Omega and Mox. Okay. I mean, uh, it's okay. All right. Keep going. Oh, yeah. We'll get, to, we'll get to Omega and Mox in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first of all, Kenny Omega was in a preschool telling a story about the Young Bucks to a group of very unsocially distanced kids. Some of them were wearing masks. Some of them weren't. What the fuck was the point? Um, no clue. I mean, I say he told a story. He sort of told the beginning of a story and, like, showed the kids a picture of the young box and one of the kids was like, are they in love? Well, they're brothers, so I'm sure they love each other. <laughs> uh, and then all the kids beat up Nakazawa. Yep, fuck Nakazawa. It was, it was, it was kind of weird, though, and they were like, oh, we can't play, we gotta go, and Nakazawa was like, I'll play with your kids. Whoa. Okay. okay. I'm just gonna say it right now. <laughs> I don't hate him intensely, but why is Michael Nakazawa on our TV? Because I'll be honest with you, there's no need for Michael. Kenny Omega's best friend. I know, but there's no need for Nakazawa. Naka, Naka, knocking on heaven's door. I don't give a rat's ass about him. Hey, you want to know what he's around for? Why? It's because because goddamn Matt Seidel needed somebody to blame. Uh, That's true. That's true. But, you know, it's just, it's just, I... There's a lot of people on that AEW roster who should not be on TV, and I'm oh, just saying that. Absolutely. He's another one. He's 45. Oh, mm-hmm. I, 
and I'm cursing a lot, but there's a lot of shit that I just, it makes me just mad. I don't get Jim Cornette mad, like fucking he rages at friggin' AEW, but there's some stuff that irks me, like when Moses Marquez talks about Matt Hardy and the fact that me being a Hardy Boy fan pretty much all my life, and the fact that I got to see Matt Hardy's dumb face on my TV screen. Well, you act like, but that's the thing that, like, that's the thing that I don't think you and Trav fully get. I was a huge Hardy Boys fan. Huge yeah. Hardy Boys fan. Like, that was my fucking team, bro. Like, I hated, like, I wanted to like the Dudleys, but I hated them. When I got okay. older, I, I fucking loved them more. But the point was, is, is my team was the Hardy Boys. And fucking, it was Matt, the version one, I kind of was behind it. And the whole, like, him being an asshole to lead a thing was cool. And the, you know, the whole him and Edge thing. I just, it's. Matt Hardy's old as a fuck. He's old as fuck. You know what I mean? He's out here still trying to be regular old Matt Hardy. The biggest reasons I hate him is is basically his AEW run. Yep. I wouldn't care if he didn't decide that, oh, we need to be I need to be doing these hardcore matches with a young guy like Sammy. For what? What the fuck you need to do it for? The thing I don't want to see him fall off shit. Okay. Add to that. My thing was when he was going towards the end of WWE and the fact that they weren't being creative, I'm like, he was fine in the role of just putting the guy over. He couldn't stay and do that because he wanted to go be broken or whatever. And the whole AEW run has been a disaster. Me with the Jeff stuff, I was not a fan of the whole thing with Sheamus, and we have to go back Mm. to the alcohol thing. But it's one of the things where we've gone past that, and Jeff is in the mix. Jeff is still doing the damn thing. And then I see Matt over here, and I'm just like, fuck him. Because I think Travis and I are on the same page if we just like, you know what, you could say what you will about Matt, because absolutely, but don't say anything about Jeff. Because we're, it's, it's, that's been the thing for years, though. Everybody likes Jeff more than Matt. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, Jeff's just kind of going through the motions. He's not having bad matches. He's not being overly pushed. No, he's, he's just, just kind like, of there. I'm here. Hey, man, give me, give me some more of the, uh, the, <laughs> Hard, the friggin' um, uh, Matt and Jeff, the riddle, and hard, the hard bros. Give me the bros. I'm all about that. But, yeah, no. And I, the only thing I'll say about Jeff is on TV, can I have him face anybody else but Elias? Oh, please. Yeah, oh, please. yeah anything but Elias. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, yeah, that's the only th- complaint I have with Jeff. Like, I've been loving Jeff stuff. Ever since Matt went to AEW, I think it's been the drizzling shits. And the whole thing, I just, no. And I don't want to see him in Paige, and that's my thing, because we were talking about that earlier, and I hate to harp on it, but I'll just mention one more thing. Like, you have a guy like Hangman Adam Page who's doing his thing with Kenny Omega, and he's such a great talent, and I have a great singles run, and he's stuck facing this. That's why I'm not a fan of it either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, going back to Revolution, we also have the uh, women's title match from the Eliminator Tournament. We've got, oh, man, uh, Poor Ty Conzi. She's got to face Nyla Rose next, and then we've got Britt Baker oh, versus Anna Jay. Um, I so think it's far. leading to uh, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Ooh, let me see if they could, if that's actually possible. That will be. It is. It's either it's going to be in the semifinal if it's going to happen. Yeah, that's my idea. Winner of that will go to the final, and probably take on Oz, uh, Aja Khan. Khan. Yeah. So far, the well. There is, at most, five Japanese women in the tournament that mm-hmm. have advanced. Nice. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a weekly thing. I mean, with, I mean, the first round was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't, like, the greatest thing I've ever seen, but it was it was good. The one, uh, I keep forgetting her name, I think Maki Ito is her name? Yes. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, she was, like, super hyped up, and everyone was like, oh, my God, she's, it's all her, and then she loses. Okay. I was like, oh, that's fucking Wait, sucks. Was it M- Mizunami? 
No, she she advanced. Oh yeah, Maki Ito was Most she beat. You opened, up, you opened up Pandora's box again. Okay, so <laughs> did you guys see the Twitter exchange with her and Jim Cornette? She's the deity of shit because he went off about uh, you know I'm the I'm the god of piss and whatever she said that she was, and Jim Cornette went on like a rant about her, and then she just replied back with I'm the deity of shit because she was saying you know Twinkle Toes is what he calls Kenny Omega brings her in from Japan and this whole crap, and he was she was just like I'm the deity of shit, and she's like I own this, this is who I am, I'm Maki Ito because she does a lot of stuff with singing and stuff in Japan, and you know he always goes on like we're supposed to know who these girls are so yeah she pretty much owned jim Cornette in one tweet on twitter it was hilarious i think Love you, it. i think you could have stopped at jim Cornette went on a rant yes exactly but still <laughs> that was that was the antithesis of it is the fact that he was complaining about twinkle toes as he calls kenny omega and just boom she he owned she owned him she she does look kind of really sort of into anime and stuff so mm-hmm. i get and that she's vibe very- and she's very talented. She's an artist. She has a, like a thing following there in Japan, which is cool. And I mean, if she, I think what I think what really got him that I saw is because she said it's been my dream to go to AEW, and I'm like, okay, so what's wrong with that? If a girl wants to work in the company, girl wants to work in the company. It doesn't always have to be WWE as long as they want to be a professional wrestler and hone their craft. Where the fuck does it matter what company they go to? You know. I mean, I like this idea that AEW is putting a spotlight on Japanese women because they don't really get that much spotlight. They don't, exactly, and I think that's why I love the AEW Dark Show, because you get to see a lot of talents from the indies, and you get to see a lot of people, you know, uh, focused and pretty much just, you know, fixated on, because it's good, and you get to see everybody get their shine, which, I mean, there's a nice little dynamic there. And um, speaking of people in their 40s, Aja Kong's 50. Well, Aja (laughs) Kong's badass. I'll let that slide. Good Lord, I don't want to get in the ring with that woman. Hell no. Hell no. Um, all right, back on Dynamite, a Young Bucks defeat Santana and Ortiz uh, before the Inner Circle immediately attack. Omega and Callis very slowly send the Good Brothers to walk out to help them. Asshole. <laughs> I just don't get what's going on. I mean, did you want to reform the, quote, Bullet Club or not? Because you're really obviously screwing over the Young Bucks. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't think they really want to do it. I think they're just teasing... This whole, like, they were teasing the idea, and they really love the idea of just Kenny being, like, the ultimate heel prick fucker. So, I mean, he's like Ric Flair if Ric Flair was bad. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not saying I don't like it. It's just, it's like, it's one of those bad Ric Flair impersonations. And it's good, it's fine, it's fine. Well, I mean, as we've been saying, Kenny Omega's been better on Impact than he has been on Dynamite. True. It's almost like he doesn't really care about being on Dynamite. He's having more fun on Impact. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, meanwhile, FTR defeat the Seidel brothers. Nope, I didn't know that, uh, Matt Seidel had a brother either. <laughs> nope, and a fucking twin at that. Um, I mean, during the match, Cody was randomly on commentary after revealing he and Brandy are having a girl. He's on my Bible with his. But we're having a girl. I mean, I, I could have called that. All wrestlers seem to have girls. I was just going to say, <laughs> what the hell? I mean, look at Triple H. He's got three girls. I think Jericho's mm-hmm. got yep. three girls too, hasn't he? I reckon he does, yeah. Oh, he no, has he has a son. Oh, he's got yeah, two, he girl, two girls and a, and a son. Okay. Yeah, his son's like in 16, 17. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, after the match, uh, FTR threatened to cut some Seidel hair, but they were attacked by Jurassic Express. Uh, and there was mm-hmm. a big point of Luchasaurus having a new mask. I didn't really see any difference in it, but okay. 
The horns are hard. Giggity. Okay. The horns are hard. Giggity. <laughs> Oh, I God. will admit that, like, I never really thought, like, uh, Luchasaurus would really attract anybody that, you know, unless you knew wrestling. But my son, who's obsessed with dinosaurs, was like, he's a dinosaur. So, he, you know, he got a fan in my son. Yeah, dinosaurs are cool. Dinosaurs. Especially are... the young boys. Oh, yeah. Um, so more from Omega in the main event, as Mox Archer and Ray Phoenix defeat Eddie Kingston, Andy, and the Blade. Good Brothers jumping on Mox and Omega accepts the rematch, but very much to the dismay of Renee Young, makes it an exploding barbed wire death match before oh hitting God. the V-Trigger. I knew she was going to be pissed, and she certainly is, because she just posted a gif. Clearly, I'm not pleased with it, so uh, you know, Mox is going to be sleeping on the couch until that baby's born. Now, my question is, and this is the same question that we have throughout the TSK, uh, TSK chat, is do uh, you really think they're going to fucking do this? Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they did some pretty crazy stuff with the barbed wire in the first match. I'm but down. exploding? I mean, obviously it's not going to explode. It's just going to be like... Well, no, I know, but I mean, like, my whole thing is, like, I know that that's, like, a, a staple of, like, Japanese deathmatch wrestling. Yeah. And... It's like I've always been interested in like watching it like modern day, and I. But now it's like, is it really gonna happen? Because I'm intrigued. I mean, if anybody's got the balls to do it, it's AEW. That's true, and Moxley, and and Mox. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Pretty much everybody knows about Mox's ultra violent background in uh, CZW yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah, I know. I'm excited to see his fight uh, against um, uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. Well. I say everybody kind of knows about his ultra-violent background. His wife doesn't seem to be aware of it. <laughs> no, she probably blocks it out. <laughs> Every time he has a violent match, she's just like, fucking, really? She's uh, like, no, you work WWE now. There's, there's no violence here. <laughs> Not anymore. I bet he really has to do some making up for it. Maybe, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, hell, look at the results. <laughs> Okay, um, so that was Dynamite. On to NXT uh, with a fallout from TakeOver, <clears throat> St. Valentine's Day Massacre. There you go. With the obvious breakup of Undisputed Era. What the fuck? No. But it needed to happen. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, it was a pretty shocking moment, though. I mean, they were all stood in a line. Oh, yeah. Balor takes a super kick, and you think, okay, fair enough. But then... I knew the obviously from Adam Cole's stance that I was like, he's gonna kick Kyle. Oh mm-hmm. shit, he's gonna kick. Oh, and he kicks Kyle. Um, so. so now the question is: Is it gonna be Finn or Kyle against Adam at WrestleMania for the NXT title? Oh shit! Because my that. my immediate thought was gonna be Killer uh, Carrying Cross, but oh. I think they're gonna bypass him and they're gonna go with just a good match rather than you know the big guy. I would say Kyle O'Reilly because I know you're a big fan of their ROH stuff, as am I, and the Wrestle oh, Kingdom yeah. match that they had. Uh, it's one for me where I want to see Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly get that shine for the NXT title, and I want to see Adam beat Finn. Uh, for me, I mean, I've been enjoying what Karrion Cross is doing, just to harp on that for a second, man. Santos, 
See, the thing with Karrion Cross with me is I've been enjoying what he's been doing. I mean, you got Santos Escobar, the former King Cuerno. He's the White Rabbit. That's Lucha Underground for me right there. So, I mean, what Karrion Cross is doing right now, just keep Karrion Cross doing what he's doing. Adam Cole O'Reilly is where it's at. I'd love to see Colin Strong against Skinny Finney and Kyle O'Reilly. Skinny Finney taking the spot of Bobby Fish because Bobby Fish is out because, of course, he is. So, I would love to see the whole—I would love to see the dynamic of Red Dragon, that being Bobby— Fish and uh, Kyle O'Reilly against Strong and Cole, man. That's the icing on the cake. Probably, I would guess Triple Threat at Mania. Good. Or if Finn has another opponent, I would put money on O'Reilly versus Cole at TakeOver. See, I like O'Reilly and Cole at TakeOver. That's my entire idea in that I think they want to do Finn, but it's like this is probably the one to do. Kyle's pretty much getting over at this point, like, in, in a big way. You could tell. And I think him and Adam are going to put on gold, like shiny blingy gold that everybody must see. That's the match they need to go with. Yeah. Um, well, O'Reilly demanded answers from Adam Cole to kick off NXT, as did Finn Balor. While uh, <laughs> poor Roderick Strong stuck in the middle trying to play Peacemaker. Uh, team Dunn attacks all three of them. And then, of course, we get the six-man tag match at the end of the night. Um, but speaking of tag matches, Ember, Moon, and Shotzi got a win over Candice and Indy Hartwell. Um, it's kind of confusing. Mid-match, we saw the creepy white van pull up outside, which attracted Gargano to go <laughs> save uh, Fury. But they were more happy about saving Austin Fury, who's still you know, in friggin' zip ties, than they were concerned about losing the match. They found him, and he's all in his underwear, bound and tied up. Like, what the fuck did Dexter Lumis do to this guy? He literally hopped from the van to the stage. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's not... All right. Did, did nobody backstage have any scissors on the way back? Nope. <laughs> I'm just, like, looking at this whole thing. I'm just like, um, this is very poorly done, but okay. But, like, yeah, no, they didn't give a shit about losing. They were just like, hey, we got our buddy back. And I'm like... I would rather him stay gone, but okay. Yeah. That's just me. Uh, and also, the, the missing post is like, we all saw the replay. Did you not Did you not watch the replays of, you know? It's like, bro, we knew he was kidnapped. <laughs> he ain't missing. Anyway. Um, at least it was nice to see Shotzi and Amber finally get a win. And Completely agreed. They need some shine. Ember, Ember is like, I, I want to like her. I want to get behind her again, but I'm like, eh. And, you kind of got a bit a, bland. That's one way of putting it. She's just like not, something's just not in it for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, hey, I'm glad you're back, but that's it. I'm just kind of glad you're back. I don't think I like this old post-apocalyptic look. I think I definitely preferred her before her injury. No, I... That's what I was going to ask. Like, what the fuck is going on? I thought Mad Max, like, came out in, like, 2015. Everybody's got, like, the Mad Max look again. I'm like, dude, that movie's old. I mean, we know. I know we just had 2020, and it was, like, a wasteland, but still. Yeah, it wasn't that fucking bad. <laughs> uh, on the bright side, you got to see uh, Pat McAfee after this match via, oh, via satellite. Fuck. I. I don't give a shit. Uh, to boast. First off, let me let me let me just uh, let me pull the curtain back, and I hate to do it to Pat, and I love you, Pat. Don't kill me for this. Um, that's not his jet, okay? 
belongs to the owner of the Indianapolis Colts, Jim Irsay. Very good friend of Pat McAfee. Very big fan of Pat McAfee, I might add. And uh, I agree with him, all you internet wrestling community losers or scumbags. That's right. I'm just kidding. Pat McAfee, no, I don't, I, secrets I, exposed. There you go. <laughs> except, except I'm not Salem the cat. <laughs> um, now, as for Gargano, he's got unfinished business, apparently, with Bronson Reed. Um, pretty much everybody was just telling yes. Kushida, okay, you did great, but we all want to fight Gargano. Yeah, that kind of like killed me. I was, they were like, oh, good fight, bro, but now it's my turn. And I'm like, so when, what what the fuck? So like, fuck Kushida, I guess? Yeah, and his injury isn't even that bad. And he was just kind of stood there listening to everybody like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, whatever you say, pal, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's probably like, what the hell did this guy just say to me? I didn't understand his English. <laughs> Especially when Bronson Reed comes in with a friggin' was he New Zealand accent? Oh God! Yeah, his accent's pretty bad, man. It's thick, <laughs> thick old accent. Uh, as for Leon Ruff, I mean, oh my God! Another fluke victory this time over Isaiah Swerve Scott. I mean, Scott initially laughed it off, and then lives up to his nickname and just beats no. down Ruff with a no, swerve. No, 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 no. No, this no, this was stupid. This was absolutely stupid. We just legitimately talked about how Kashida went from like, what is Kashida now? You know what I mean? That's what I've been asking multiple people for the better for the better part of, you know, a couple of uh, three four days. Is what the fuck are we gonna do with Kashida now? What is the point with Kashida now? He 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 got so high up. He he was you know on top of the world. He should have been North American champion. Now he's just there but but you make this geek leon ruff north american champion because it's funny and now he's a geek that doesn't get an entrance he gets fucking jobbed out or he, he wins which blows my mind i don't i just don't get i don't i don't know who's booking right now but they need to stop if, if this road has dog. got road dog written all over it <laughs> And it's like, look, dude, you were cool in, like, the 90s when DX was popular, okay? You don't know shit about wrestling. Like, you don't know fuck all about wrestling, bud. Like, I think he learned all of that shit from Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Yeah, see, you, that's how you know you don't know fucking wrestling. <laughs> Um, we, we're getting slightly more elements to this whole Zia uh, Lee boa thing as they kind of leave a mark on Casey Catanzaro's hand. Kind of like the black spot. Yeah, no, I the whole mark thing. I'm like, um, okay. But then my here's my here's my biggest thing. Where in the fuck were Candice or, or Kaden and and Casey when they were fucking kidnapped? When they were sending in videos of them being beaten, yeah, all that. When, when did you give? Did you give a shit then? Did you call the cops then? Did you go looking for? Her? No, no, you fucking didn't. Call yourselves friends. Thanks. Oh, they were friends to each other. Yeah. Oh, this isn't her. How do you know this isn't her? You're not her friend. <laughs> the real it's friends like would have looked for her. It's like Batista and Rey Mysterio. You're supposed to be my friend. Exactly. 
Uh, um, also, poor Casey has uh, kind of been bullied off Twitter. Yeah. Uh, she's too sweet and innocent for fucking Twitter, so it's fine. <laughs> By the way, just just on a side she's, note. She's just my, so little. I got my YouTube open, right? You know what match Impact Wrestling just put up and it's a full match? Uh, I'm guessing Something it's Jeff, stupid. Jarrett one. November 24, 2016, EC3 versus Eli Drake. I wonder why they did that. <laughs> oh, you mean L.A. Knight? Yes, L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight. The fucking worst fucking professional wrestling name I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. And I used to watch shit from the 80s. Hate it. L. Wait, hold on. Okay. Jim, what was it? The Milkman Milton. Jimmy, uh, Milkman Milton. That was the worst name. That was AEW. AEWA. What about fucking, uh, let's see, T.O. Hopper, okay. the plumber. All right, there's that. There was, a, <laughs> there's friggin', um, what was it, Rad Radford, the one, the Louis Spicoli when he was that friggin' music gimmick, if you remember yes. that. Yes, Louis yeah. Spicoli, god dang, what's another one? There's another one that I'm trying to think of. Uh, A.T. Rustler? No. no. that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that's top notch right there, bud. Oh, there was a uh, lot of bad man. There was Jake the Milkman Millman, we said, uh, we said that one. Oh, what's his face? Uh, special delivery, Rory Fox. That was one. Oh, what about above average? Above average, Mike Sanders. Okay. What about terrorizing? Terrorizing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lash Larue. Oh, hey, Thunderlips. Thunderlips is here in the flesh. First off, hey, hey. First off, <laughs> my ass loved that fucking movie because I was like, oh yeah, it's Hulk Hogan, man. And now again, as an adult, I'm just like, I, I'm so glad Rocky beat your ass. <laughs> Why'd you go so crazy on me, man? That's the name of the game. Yes, that's the name of the game. And he's like, uh, what game? <laughs> he's like, I'm a fucking boxer, bud. <laughs> um, going back to Casey, though, it, people have been bullying her off of Twitter because... Um, she wasn't wearing a mask in a restaurant. Now, oh yes, the it's my understanding thing, yeah. that once you're seated, you can take the mask off because how the fuck else are you supposed to eat in a freaking restaurant? That's correct. Through the mask, through a straw that they don't provide you. <laughs> yeah, just order soup. Um, oh yeah, there you go. I'm here for the soup, ma'am. This is a steakhouse. <laughs> it's fucking. It's ridiculous. I'm like, what do you want her to do? I mean, she's at a restaurant eating. You're worrying about the goddamn mess. When you sit at the table, you fucking take the mask off. All right. Now, a lot of people don't want to eat. I'll be honest with you. I haven't been to a restaurant indoors in a while because I don't feel like sitting in there. I just feel like getting takeout and going. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I, 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 I I've not been inside once, right now. and that's only because it was my birthday. Yeah. Okay. But still, like I, I haven't been going out. I've been taking precautions. I've just been getting takeout, and it's great. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't yeah. want to sit in there. My God. Me exactly, because I still okay. haven't been back to work yet. So I'm just sitting at home, eating takeout. Yep. So and it's one of those. I love my takeout. Yep. But then there's these assholes that freaking get on Casey and Catanzaro about this, and it's like when you go there, that's very social distance and yeah. stuff like that. Because I've seen people, but it's like, yo, how the hell do you want her to eat, you son of a bitch? People they be don't dicks. want her Yes. How dare you I eat mean, a meal? I mean, she is very small. Maybe, maybe okay, she doesn't well, eat that much. Oh, hold on, hold on, man. Hold on. <laughs> don't, don't go there. Because here's the thing: she is a very small girl, but god dang, man, she's a little cutie beauty. That's what yeah. Casey got. Oh yeah, I, I'm, I wasn't being negative. That's Ricochet's girlfriend you're talking about, pal. Finger popping, man. Finger popping, yes. 
Uh, okay, one of the best segments from NXT was Beth Phoenix congratulating MSK and Dakota Kai oh, and Raquel. No, 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 no. MSK was the best part of that segment. Beth Phoenix was a geek. I kept yelling, Edge, come get your fucking wife. I, I did kind of like the killing me. standing in the corner eating their popcorn. Uh, uh, yeah, that was that whole part <laughs> was the fucking best. And then when uh, when it ended in, uh, what was it? Uh, Raquel was like, hey, Naya, I'm going to put this boot so far up your hole. And fucking, was it Wesley hit the ground? And he's like, I'm dead. Am I, wait, was, am yeah. I alive? Nope, I'm dead. I was, I was going to say, Raquel made a comment about shoving a trophy up Naya's hole. Ooh. That's it's big enough, so. Oh, out, out of context, you wouldn't think it was the back hole. No. Mir's <laughs> <laughs> gonna so mad. I heard what you motherfucker said about Naya this week. Do you know yes. what? When he meant when he mentioned Naya earlier in the show, I was kind of hoping he was gonna be around for this part when we mentioned Naya's hole. But oh, when we talk about her hole. Yeah. Ah, uh, the hole. I know he enjoys it when we talk about her hole. <laughs> mm. That hole. That's a whole lot of woman, is what that is. Obviously, Facebook doesn't it because that was the title my wife of last up, week's yeah. episode. Yes. Let's what cracks your wife? What's cracks your wife? The whole, the whole, the whole, the whole thing about my hole, my hole. And then I've seen somebody like redo. I think it was uh, like the whole like hi ho, hi ho. We're off to work. We go with my hole. <laughs> That's great. You know All what? Right. If awesome. if WWE was more mainstream than it actually is, I could see that being a TikTok challenge, recreating the my hole moment. Yes. Actually, I think that'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> Uh, just fall on your ass as hard as you can and then shout my hole. Okay. No, you would have... I mean, I'm sure that they would just use her audio. Oh, yeah, of course. But just, I think just the people's reactions, like their facial expressions, <laughs> would be just I, uh, fucking awesome. I think I just gave Travis a hell of an idea. Travis, if you're listening, I need to see my whole challenge. <laughs> Hashtag Nia's hole. My whole challenge. Oh. Oh. Yeah, then TikTok's definitely getting shut down. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, quick debut of Jody That's all right. of uh, Jody Stark as she defeated Valentina Flores. Who the fuck is this broad? This oh, is where we so go to Mike. Okay, so Jody Stark, I believe that's the one who was Lacey Ryan, who was uh, the wife of Tom Howard. She was on Impact. She wrestled Jordan Grace. Okay. I'm just gonna confirm. What was what was the what was the chick's name? Just so I have it in my memory. Her opponent, uh, Valentina Flores. No, the girl in question. We're oh, talking Jody about. Stark. Jody Stark. I want to make sure I got that one right because there was a lot of signings that happened, and I know it's not Priscilla Kelly. Sounds like a detective no. series, Jody Stark. Jody I was just St- going to say. Yes, I was right. I was right. Uh, Lacey Ryan. Okay. Zoe Stark, Lacey Ryan. So she wrestled in uh, Future Stars of Wrestling right, in Las Vegas. Uh, very known in that territory. And uh, as I said, men- uh, married to Tom Howard, UPW trainer, Ultimate Pro Wrestling in California. Very talented girl. Very talented girl, but yeah. Isn't that NorCal? Yes. All right. Sorry, anything above, like, fucking uh, Bakersfield to, to most Southern California people is, is NorCal. <laughs> okay, yes. So she was, I believe she's either married or engaged to Tom Howard. He's done a lot of WWF extra work. She's done impact work. She wrestled Jordan Grace, Daz, on one of those impacts when they were in Vegas. I don't know if you remember that. What year was it? Probably like last year or the year before. Yeah, yeah, I probably have no idea. Block that, you remember? Yeah. So, yeah, she's uh, she's very talented. You know what I'm saying? She's one that's to, to look out for. She was the one with Elena Black and. Uh, oh, I know Elena Black. 
Yeah, oh yeah. And oh, I yeah, no, back then... because I heard about her possibly being signed to NXT a year ago when she was outside the Performance Center and saying, okay, this yeah. looks like the next page. And then a couple of months and ago, you... they say they've signed her. Yeah, then you pointed that out to me that we were talking about this, and I totally forgot. Yeah, because I got confused, because obviously she posted on Twitter a year ago that she was, you know, living her dream about to be on NXT and outside of a performance center, and then a couple of months ago it says she's been signed, and I'm like, wait a minute, wasn't she signed a year ago? Yeah, man, now you now you looking at her like you looking at Selena De La Renta. Hey, Mike, who dis? Like, it's a friggin' like we're getting new numbers into our phone, man, because we got a new phone. Hey, Mike, who dis? I see you getting all hottie for Selena De La Renta. Yeah. yeah, it was a momentary thing. She's kind of cute. Yeah, she is. I mean, she's got a nice she little... Can yes, she can. Yeah, I mean, she, has... she can get it. She's going through a, little, a fun few with Alicia Toot, which is funny. I, uh, I certainly wouldn't say she's got a face like a moose. No. no. Would not go that far. Uh, and, of course, main event of NXT, Team Dunn defeats Balor, O'Reilly and Strong after interference from Adam Cole, who then just drops Balor. And made it clear he wants the NXT title back, as we already discussed. The thing was, after the show, the dirt sheets went into overdrive um, with reports of Kyle O'Reilly having a seizure. Uh, and then it was confirmed later on that it was all part of the storyline. He did, but I guess it was a gimmick. Yeah. But still, scared the crap out of me because I saw him shaking. And this is why I say they should wait till they got all the facts before reporting. Well, I mean, if you're selling a brain buster like that and that effect on the steps, I mean, hey, man, that's some good stuff. That's some good storytelling right there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, there we go. That's NXT. That's everything covered. And it's time for us to tap out and bid you adieu. Uh, before we go, remember to like and follow Max Wrestling on Facebook. Uh, it's probably not going to get many views on Facebook again this week because Facebook will be in dicks right now. So, uh if you happen to be listening, make sure you share this episode, please, and try and get as as much free figures as we can, because we're definitely not going to be hitting four figures again for the time being. And of course, subscribe on YouTube. We're probably going to be posting it, um, more links to YouTube as well this week to try and get more views up on that. And follow us at Max Wrestling UK on Twitter and Instagram. We're also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and CastBox. Cast Bizarre! I like the vibrato on that one. And Anchor.fm. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was like, he's hitting all the levels today. Uh, and of course, the website is up and running once again at maxwrestling.net. Make sure you check it out. We're going to yeah, be making buddy. some uh, improvements. In the coming like days. Fucking homepage. And if that. If it's not your homepage, you're a scumbag. Yeah, at least bookmark it, you know. There you go. Or that you're a scumbag. That goes out to all you sweat hogs and pencil neck geeks. <laughs> there you go. And if that wasn't enough, you can find us on Wrestling with Wrestling. Thank you to Andre Corbeil. You can find me at the Captain512. Um, he may be on hiatus, but you can still find Travis at Walker underscore CA92. And Twitch makes Vince's dick itch. So make it itch itch even more. (laughs) Make it itch even more. And uh, check out Anchor so you're not a wanker. It's Moses Marquez. Attaboy. That's right. March 1st, I believe, is a Saturday. That is my return to Twitch. We are going to go hard with a game that I can't stop playing. It's going to bore a lot of people. I don't give a shit. Um, So it's mainly going to be like a lot of talking. 
for anticipation, I will be playing a whole hell of a lot of PC Builder Simulator. Why? Because I'm a fucking nerd and I really want to build a computer, uh, but my tax money hasn't got here. Also, Retro Rewind is back up and running like crazy. Um, I guess the re-release of In Your House Mind Games is out. I guess I, I thought I released it, but I guess I did it. Well, it's out now. You can listen to it. Uh, you can enjoy it. Shawn Michaels, your winner of Wrestler of the Week, because why the fuck not? And uh, next week's Raw Nitro, oh, my goodness. It is going to be a fucking struggle to get through. But um, you're going to get one hell of a laugh, because I, for some reason, dragged it on for 45 minutes, and I listened back to it today, and I almost cried. <laughs> nice. Like, okay. Because like, it was just so damn funny. Well, you got to deal with more of the Sultan. Wait till you get to WrestleMania 13. Oh, God, no. That's the thing that killed me. I talked about that. I said, how in the hell, how in the hell do they take a dude who's so fucking elevated and fuck him over? And then I, I was using him as an example compared to Savio Vega. Like, fucking, they love, like, the people love Savio Vega. I, I don't get it. They fucking love this guy. And they didn't do shit with him. <laughs> All I'm saying is wait till you get to WrestleMania. Oh. Wait till you get to WrestleMania 13 with the Sultan. That's all I'm gonna say. All I remember. And that's the thing Vegas. too. I used to, I, that's one of my favorite WrestleManias. All I remember from oh, Savio Vega is entering the Rumble in '98 and feuding with Stone Cold briefly. Yep. No, you got like if you were watching his like '96 run, '97 run, like this fucking cat is on fire, on fire. I don't get it. <laughs> All right, and Mike, who you been talking to? Well, as of right now, uh, there's going to be more interviews coming, but it's a slow week, you know what I'm saying? Balancing out everything, it's probably how it's going to be. But I can say that there is a new LFC podcast out with LFC fan and artist Tommy Bell. He's been drawing a lot of the girls from LFC, from Jolene the Valkyrie Hex, Bella Inc., Agatha Cannibal Carter. He's doing on a lot of great work, and I hope want everybody to check him out on TommyBellArt.com. Check out LingerieFC.com. You can check out Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, three key elements that make women the work of art that they are, on wherever you get your audio platform. SM Show 1 and MCL92 are the Twitters. Pop underscore culture underscore pod for some pop culture. LFC underscore pod for some LFC. Wherever you get your social medias and your audio platforms, wrestlingwrestling.com, it doesn't matter. Just type in yours truly. Type in the Max Wrestling Podcast, and you could hear a lot of great content and some audio goodness. And shout out to our boy Cypher, because he's just started up a podcast. It's posted in the Max Wrestling Group. It's on Anchor. I'm going to be a guest on his show very, very soon. So shout out to the boy, Coriel Cypher. What? What the fuck is he doing? He's got a podcast now. I well, I get that, but again, about what? Every everything, man. He's just shooting the breeze. He's just talking. Oh, he's out here just, just cutting it up like Cipher do. All right. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. See, I I expected it, it to be about cypher. cooking. Yeah, he fucking. I thought I was a big chef guy, but good god, <laughs> dude can cook. Cipher can cook. Yes, I know. My stomach knows every time he posts freaking pictures in the group. It, it makes me hungry. <laughs> All I know is, is I'm down to have a cook off. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, Cypher, Corey and I can have a dance-off. You and him can have a cook-off. There you go. Oh, God, no dancing. No. <laughs> Bad mic. No. <laughs> All right, well, join us. Next week. For reactions to Elimination Chamber, there's currently no exhibitions scheduled until myself and Daniel Crimmins on March 25th. 
at our 6th anniversary show. So I encourage people in the promo order to degrease those microphone chops and call somebody out. And that's the bottom line. Goodbye. And good night. Break the walls down. Ugh. Yeah, just not the capital. You won't hide from me forever there, mystery person.